This is Ham Radio, fighting the war against the purification of America. Because who needs that shit? Why? Because we can. Follow us. Follow us, but not too close. On Twitter, twitter.com forward slash Ham Radio Show. Ham Radio. Tastes so good, make you want to slap your mama. Don't it, Willie? Yeah, boy. Hey, mama. What the hell you want with... on your show. If you don't, if you don't, then you suck at your job. Then you suck at your fucking job. Oh, yeah, I know all about the FCC. Billy McMahon. Oh my god! Ow! <laughs> oh my 
my God. I can't, we haven't done this in two weeks. You know, I got to tell you, it was a big thing for me when it was the year 2000. Yeah. I thought that was the future. Yeah. I, I can't believe it was 2020. Nobody you get ready, Joe. Yo, no, nobody thought Joe would live this long. I didn't think that. Especially his wife. I know. I know. I go like Mickey Mantle used to say, if I knew I was going to live this long, I would take better care of myself. That's true. Yeah. Uh, it's the Ham Radio Show, by the way, live in 2020. Yeah. HamRadioShow.com, part of the Unfiltered Radio Network, of course. Uh, we are on multiple other radio stations across the world. 718-577-1389. That number one more time. 718-577-1389. It is the Ham Radio Show. The anti-talk show. Talk show. That's what we are. Come local for this, yeah, I know. I'm feeling great. I haven't done this in two weeks. I, so. know, I know. I feel great. I've been waiting all day to be I, in this How seat. are you feeling, by the way? You I okay? feel very well. Thank you for asking. I had uh, my uh, polynoidal cyst uh, returned and reared its ugly head, so I will be getting um, surgery in 2020. I don't know when. I don't know where. Well, I know where. It's going to be right above my ass. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but I don't know, like, when. Is that like an In-N-Out, like you're in one day? In an out burger? Delicious. No, I mean, like, you know, That's like, good it, stuff. It, it, what do they call that? Uh, ambulatory surgery? Or you got to stay in the hospital. Uh, my sister, who's a nurse, said that uh, she believes that it is an ambulatory surgery. Oh, that's good. That you're in and out. And, that's good, yeah. Uh, it's good for me. I'm enjoying it because yeah. I don't I don't want to be in there. And, oh, I mean, even if I'm in there an overnight. I got an ass pillow. I got one of the cushions you sit on the ass pillow. I'll lend it to you. Oh, yeah. thank you. Well, yeah. it's not. But see, that's the thing. People don't seem to understand. No. It's not on my ass. Oh. It's above my ass. Oh. It's so, an ass above your ass. It's an ass. It's like having a second ass. <laughs> and normally, Joe, that's you. You're yeah. my second ass. You're an uh, But <laughs> the, no, it's, what it is, is. Uh, High up there. It, no, it, it just, it just makes walking difficult. It mm. makes everything. So now I'm like, I'm not 100%. I'm still, because it's still a healing process. Once the thing opens and whatever and drains and all that good crap. Uh, which is horrible crap because it stinks. But the um, process is completed. Yeah. Uh, you start to be, you're on the mend until everything's like, I still have scar tissue mm-hmm. that is swelling right. and starting to go down, so it's good. Uh, At least it's better than last time because you were higher than me last time on all oh, those fucking. Oh, God, pills. that was great. It was wonderful. By the way, Blind Lawrence in the Facebook Live Suite wants to uh, do the surgery for me, oh, which I think will be great. Yeah. That would be a great party game. Let oh, yeah. your blind surgeon <laughs> just go do it. Imagine the guy comes in there with a cane. Oh, wait. <laughs> Who's the patient? Click, click, click. <laughs> Don't mind the dog. Let me touch The this. dog just has to find the location. <laughs> Don't mind it. Uh, Help me, please. Nicky uh, in the Facebook Live suite, our cunt, yeah. our Connecticut, uh, Connecticut. That's he's not from Connecticut. Canadian, Canadian Unified Network Technician. That's, that's what right. he is. The the CUNT, uh, who works uh, from our, you know, our neighbor to the north. That's where yeah, he works exactly. at. Exactly. Uh, Nick is pointing out uh, it's attached to the tissue connected to your ass. Yeah. So that's why you feel it. He's absolutely correct, Doctor Nick, Doctor yeah. Cunt. Did you hear the Queen's uh, kids are moving to Canada? I was going to actually discuss that. We oh, were, uh, yeah. the, I, I know. What if, the hell's wrong with If that that's is? the story you want to start with, well, we can start I just, there. I just heard about it. You know. Well, good. Joe read the internet. Yeah. Wonderful, Joe. Well, good job. 
2020. Try I'm, to do better. I'm well informed. I, I, I'm begging you. Please, Joe, try to do better. <laughs> um, yeah, out of, uh, this is a breaking story. It's only a couple hours old now. Yeah. Uh, Prince Harry, Meghan Markle stepping back from the royal family, a.k.a. they have quit the royal family. Wow. The queen. Uh, which is never, it, it's the weirdest thing because their story yeah. is literally like one of those shitty Hallmark movies. Really? You know, like. She was an American fucking actress. Oh, yeah, right. yeah. And she married a prince. Number one, that's very fairy tale or, you know. Like Grace kind of Kelly. Like, yeah, yeah, but you can actually, you can hear the announcer like, like she's a Hollywood yeah. superstar. Right. He's the prince of England. Right. That's right. Together, they're going to have a royal wedding and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But not everybody <laughs> wants it to be holy matrimony. But the queen says she doesn't like biracial women. <laughs> Only on Hallmark. Yeah, uh, like it's, didn't they fire the other king because of that? Like he, uh, Which king? They don't fire kings, no, like, uh, Years ago, they had that guy. Uh, who, years who, ago. Uh, who, years, you know, like in the 40s or something. He gave up the throne to marry this girl uh, who was a divorcee and they moved to... Uh, the, what, Monaco? No, no, no. I'm talking about England who are, you, who are you talking about? Uh, the Duke of Windsor and, and uh, his girlfriend. I wish you uh, had a fucking Windsor knot around no, your No, he was, he was actually the king. He abdicated the throne. Wow. Uh, First know, off, Joe still doesn't have teeth, so when he says abdicate uh, the throne. Abdicate. Abdicate. Yeah, abdicate. He abdicated the throne because he was, uh, Wallace Simpson was her name. That was the woman. And she was a divorcee. Joe went from not knowing anything about this to knowing now everything about this. <laughs> well, because I, I thought, point I, thought you, I was going to throw the ball to you. I, I have you no clue what you're talking about. Okay, well, I, you, I hate the royal. Wait, can I? Before we yeah. go into your history lesson, okay, I don't like the royal family. Why not? Because they're just paper. They're not real. They run nothing. They're very rich. They, they, they're very rich because, very of course, they've been they're they're eons. Yeah. They've been around for uh, <laughs> uh, since the Knights of the Round Table, Joe. They've been around. Yeah. I, I will say this: most yeah. of my blood is British. Yes. Ooh. To oh, my great, to my great. Oh, uncle, I like the people to, of no, Britain. Listen, but listen, to my, I don't want to, Captain uh, Cannabis my, getting angry. I to like my Britain great, people. To my great uncle, my my father's uncle. My great uncle. He looks at the king and queen in almost a. A, a reverence like, like like God, like they're God, it, 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 right? it yeah. means everything. Is to he? Him. Where is he? Stay, where does he live? Where does he? He lives live? in Florida. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> but he loves his king and queen. <laughs> Your lordship and lady. Oh, uh, the couple announced today, by the way, that they will uh, intend to quote step back as senior members of the royal family and split their time between. The UK and North America. Oh. On Instagram, the Duke and Duchess of Sussex uh, wrote, quote, after, oh, I'll do it with the uh, British accent, after many months, I just spit a wad, because uh, when you do it, 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 the British accent, you have to just like push your teeth out of your mouth. Yeah. Joe should do it. I could do that. After many months of reflection and eternal decisions and discussions, we have chosen to make the transition this year. In starting to carve out a progressive new role <laughs> within our institution. I think they just got to get away from the queen. Oh, yeah. That old bitch is, is really, she runs the family like 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 Patton. Of course. <laughs> we intend to step back as senior members Holy of shit. the royal family <laughs> and work to become financially independent. Oh. Oh. And while continuing to fully support Her Majesty, the Queen, <laughs> Your Majesty... 
Of course you so, have it. You can't that mean they're not going to take any money off the queen anymore? No, supposedly they're going to be, uh, well, like he's starving. Right. Oh, well, yeah, he gets she a job. Has, she has fucking Hollywood money yeah. that well, she still has. Well, she's not and, that big Dude, she was, on a, she was on a on a weekly series on the USA Network yeah, well, for a know. couple of years. Well, that's like king and queen she's, money. No, he's got the king and queen money. Well, she's got, I mean, she, she's not going, holy shit, I hope I can rub these two nickels together <laughs> to make sure I can buy some... Uh, Bangers and mash yeah. when I'm out in fucking the pub. Well, he's no. like uh, second in line. Like his brother's going to be the king, right? right? His brother was before yeah. him, yes. Yeah, so he's, he's not he going to be king. He was like, fuck it, I'm not waiting anymore. He'll have to kill his brother to be yeah. king. He was the one that was uh, dressed up you, like you know, uh, Hitler. He could yeah. be an actor, that was the redhead, because girls yeah. love redheads nowadays. Yeah, so they should do. get on the USA Network. That's right. Your lordship, welcome to North America. <laughs> Home of the log flume. Yeah. We welcome you. Yeah. The, the, uh, wait, wait, I got more to read. Shut well, the fuck up. Okay, sure. Stop interrupting. Uh, you, got, you have no teeth. Be I quiet. Don't, I'm doing... uh, the new parents say they will move, uh, say the move will allow them to provide, quote, our family and space uh, to focus on the next chapter, including the launch of our new charitable entity. Ooh. Uh, this comes as rumors are drifted, of course, between the royals. Uh, Harry and Meghan uh, did not spend Christmas with the royal family. They took wow. a vacation, as we uh, all know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's um, how they the wrong And way. it's, uh, yeah, it's probably, I mean, it's all uh, bullshit. But I give to you, I will take their place. You know the queen sitting there saying, kiss my ass, and don't come back until you're ready. Now, nah, you don't want to be in the royal family. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> I'm the Queen of England. I don't care about anything you do. And by the way, this is the asshole. I mean, if I remember correctly, he was the one that was caught naked in Vegas right. on camera. This guy likes to party. He likes to party. He was also yeah. dressed as Hitler for a costume party. I mean, look, he's not really uh, the one that's, uh, who sticks with the, the rules and regulations. No, he's not. He's the one that bucks authority, and obviously he married. First off, he married a biracial woman. That, that was, like, oh, crazy she, for the royal family. The oh, yeah, understand. can you imagine? Yeah, yeah. she's biracial. I and bet I, you the old look, lady's going... And, and save your fucking emails and tweets. <laughs> I don't care. We're not saying biracial is bad. No, it's what not. What we're saying is to the royal family, to the queen... Thank you. To the queen. It was a big deal. I don't want that half black in my palace. She might steal the silver. Ooh. I don't think that it floated well with the queen. So as such, if it didn't float well with the queen, uh, Harry probably did not think uh, this was a proper environment for him to be in. Right. He has fuck you money. Yep. Yeah. She's got fuck you money. Yeah. They have a little baby named Archie. They have do... a title. They don't need to fucking be not doing anything. And the thing is, the best part about this is that she was getting in trouble for being nice. Yeah. That was her whole thing. She would hug people, shake their hands, and the <laughs> and the the monarchy would fucking flip their shit. They would fucking flip their shit. The queen would fucking get her knickers all in the tizzy. You cannot hug them. How you dare cannot you hug the people? They are peasants. And we are royalty. 
Uh, in the Facebook Live suite, uh, let's see. Let's go through all the things that people are saying right now. Uh, Blind Lawrence, the only queen I've met is <laughs> Trisha. Uh, stop quoting Trisha. We know, we get it. You like her titties. Be quiet. Uh, Nick the cunt. Uh, she got uh, she got tired of the dresses in the protocol and waking up in the shadows of a mob queen. Uh, Nancy in the Facebook Live suite. Uh, you do a great English accent, but I never cared about the Royals, any of them. Love hearing you make fun of them. Ah, thank you. Mwah, you get a kiss. Whoa, 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 uh, because it's the, it is the absolute truth. Yeah. yeah and Miko, by the way, laughing at, her knickers in a bunch. <laughs> Here you go. There's the one. I am the queen. Yeah. Listen. I'm not going to have half a Negro in Buckingham Palace. Wow. <laughs> My nickels are in a tizzy. Yeah. Um, Megan can't be bothered. Absolutely. She can't be. That's the thing. Like, this woman is just trying to live her life. Yeah. She found a guy that she fell in love with who happens to be a fucking a prince. A fucking prince. And just like most of these. She don't want to be uh, Diana. Hallmark, you know? Wait, but most of these Hallmark movies are just like this, Joe. Yeah, where, where. They literally, they can't coexist because some outside entity, this being the fucking Queen of England, uh-huh. does not want them to be happy. Uh-huh. So in this version of this Hallmark movie, they have decided to advocate, uh, not advocate the throne because they never uh, had the uh, throne. Abdicate. But I, I'm just going to, Joe, you have butchered the word the whole show. I did? Yeah. I, 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 it's abdicate. Yeah, that's it. Advocate. I got it. I have to advocate. Okay. Um, anywho, they have decided to leave. Let's just dumb it down for the audience. They have decided to leave the monarchy, yep. quite frankly, and that is well, what they're doing. Well, can you, like the mafia, you can't get out? Well, she's, he's always going to be the, in line for the fucking thing. But the thing is, when does he get it? Queen dies, Prince Charles gets it, right? Uh, Am I no, correct? Let's just no, go. Wait, hold on. No, we'll, no. We'll, we'll go to you. We'll go to you in one second. Who's Prince? Oh, yeah. Prince her Charles. Son. Yeah, her son. Who, did right. you just ask who Prince Charlie, Charles yeah. was? Uh, yeah, no, I, I forgot about it. I thought he died. Joe, go stick your finger in the side. No, I know. Let me come Queen? No, I don't believe so. No? Thank you. Um, We have that. So he, he gets it first. Uh-huh. Then fucking uh, the other one, which, the, the not Harry. That's Harry, right? Which one is the... Which is Harry one? is the younger Harry one. Harry is this one. So who's the Harry. other What's the other one's name? I believe it's Charles. Cha- no, no, Charles is the old man. Charles. Charles is the old man. What's the, ki- what's the brother's name? Uh, ask Anybody Alexa, know? Anyway, yeah, guys, wait, hold on. Let's go, Alexa. Alexa, what's Harry's brother? Hmm. I'm not sure. You're a bitch. You're saying Harry. Uh, it's got to be Prince yeah, I know, Harry. I know. Uh, no, the secession. Yeah, I, we, thank you. Migo's writing the secession is Prince Charles. Oh, uh, yeah. We got that, but what is. Because it's not. It's. Uh, Prince Charles was his other brother's name. Because uh, it's Meghan Markle is this one, and the other one was. Uh, uh, what the fuck is his uh, thing? What, Prince William, Duke of Cambridge. There you go. <laughs> Your Majesty. Blind Lawrence and the Jerry the King. Prince Lola. William. All right. <laughs> so, Prince William. He goes, so this motherfucker over here, Prince Harry, is third in line in this fucking shit, right? Oh, Willie. Yeah, yeah, go to bring the camera over. Okay. Bring it over. Like, there you go. You got to get make sure it's on the camera, right? There we go. Look at those There you go. Guys. Look at that fucking. And these, you can see Harry's like, I'm done with this shit. Yeah. And as you can see by the picture, by the way, can we also point out the other one? I don't want to be king. He's bald as fuck. Just shave <laughs> yeah, the sides yeah, of your I head. Oh, I know. But all right, the other one is the good looking one, so yeah. it doesn't matter. All right, so Prince Prince William gets it first. Prince Harry gets it next. Yeah, he's an ugly and then king. so by the time you get it, like no one's gonna care. Yeah. 
By that time, Iran is going to blow us up. It doesn't matter. So, by that point being, this guy leaving is not, to me, not a big deal. It's a big deal because it's never really happened. Right. It's like when the Pope quit the job. <laughs> like, it doesn't happen where you go, ah, fuck him. I don't give a shit. But it doesn't happen. So, yes, it's a big story. But in, in reality, I don't think it will change their dynamic of a life whatsoever. Oh, it's a, you know. I mean, like, they're going to still do what they're going to do. They, they, and yet again, they have fuck you money. I, he doesn't uh, need money from uh, from the queen. He has fucking money. He has... Well, going back to the mafia thing you brought up, Joe. Yeah. The only guy I know who ever left the life and, and didn't face serious consequences was Michael Francis. You oh, know? yeah. Francis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Michael sure. Francis. So, and so, and, hey, and the, re- the reason Francis is still yeah. around is because he never implicated anybody. Yeah. No, yeah, so uh, my guess is that Harry and Meghan made a secret agreement on paper with they the queen their way out, huh? that they will never say <laughs> anything disparaging about the family. Uh, Don't you dare say anything about me. And as I shit my niggas, how dare you? I am the queen of England. I gotta tell you, I'd like to be a fly on the wall when the queen uh, tonight, she's probably pissed off. I'd like to be a fly in Megan's shit. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Did I say all that? She's good I'm looking. Su- I'm she's surprised she hasn't retired. Uh, the queen. I mean, she was 100 years old yet. Uh, she's like not that. done till she drops. Yeah, she, she doesn't get to retire. That's the she, whole what point. What the fuck else is she going to do? Become a baker? <laughs> Excuse no, me, I was wondering if you'd like to come well, to my no. I was once a queen. She's, now I bake your bread. She's got all these cats. No, Nick know. is not. Marcus, by the way, in Facebook Live is asking, did I say the N word? No. no. Knickers, no. Knickers. As in pants. Yeah. You dumb fuck. <laughs> Knickers. <laughs> Check the tape. We already got the FCC on our ass. Leave <laughs> us alone, Marcus. Everything racial with Marcus. He said, Knickers, <laughs> you dumb <laughs> nitwit. Haha. <laughs> you thought I was going to say okay. it. Okay. Queen Eddie is yeah. Uh, today on the show, by the way, uh, speaking of uh, one royal family to radio royalty uh, who passed away, Imus died oh, yeah. while we were away. Yeah. Imus, I mean, you, come on. You, if you don't, whether you like him or whether you hate I him. I loved him. I thought he was I, great. We know, Joe. You stop blowing him for I'm four sorry. seconds. I'm sorry. He was the, like the, the guy, you know. Okay. When I say stop blowing him, it doesn't mean keep going. Okay. Uh, on the show today from his show, from Imus's uh, from Imus in the Morning. Imus in the Morning. Uh, Rob Bartlett will be on the program. Who yeah. was with him for fucking Ian, oh. who already called the show when we weren't on air yeah. because he's you know wants to know what we're talking about. And we're going to talk about everything. So if you have any questions, nice hit guy. us up via the uh, Facebook Live Suite. Uh, which is located conveniently on my page. Yeah. Uh, hit us up there if you have any questions. We'll you know we'll go through them. We'll try to get to everything. I think because I want to know like what it was like to work with him on that show because he went through so much shit. Imus was an alcoholic. He was a drug addict. Yeah. He was a lot of things. Yeah. Uh, some people would say racist. That's a whole other thing we can ask Rob, Rob about. I don't and, uh, that. No, I know, but we can ask, Joe. It's not whether you believe it. What? You're not Rob Bartlett, nor are you Imus, so shut the fuck I up. I was a fan. Of this is I understand show. that you're a fan, but it's not the point. We're going to ask what it was like to be behind the scenes. That's a, that's a major thing, because Rob Bartlett has that inside fucking knowledge sure that he Joe does? thinks he has. No. Joe, I, Joe I also thinks he has teeth. I don't think um, The The other stuff is, uh, I was uh, Captain Cannabis didn't even know this, mm. that the uh, 
Rob, Rob Bartlett was the original host of Monday Night Raw. I didn't know so that. So that's a big fucking deal. I didn't know that. Hi, Esther. By the way, Esther in the Facebook live stream. Hey, Esther. And uh, Mark, Mark is also throwing out that he's white. Mm-hmm. Marcus, the only time you're white <laughs> is when someone covers your face with goo. Now be quiet. Um, and he has had that done. So I know that Captain Cannabis looked back and said, holy shit, he's had that done. Ask him about the time he was in a basement with two strange oh, people. I've seen the video. It's horrible. What time? Do we have to go to break now? We or? six we minutes. Should, yeah. No, six minutes. Six minutes till he comes on. No. So we go on a break in a, in a minute. We have to train uh, the producer in charge. When I say how what, how much time, it's how much time do we have till break? Not two how minutes. much time until Rob Bartlett comes on. One to two I minutes. I know he's coming on the all top right, of the all hour. All right, all right. We have one to two minutes God damn it. Uh, John in the Facebook live stream says, you suck white cock. Ooh. Now, are you, are you saying I suck white cock or Marcus no, sucks white Marcus cock? I, I, I have to verify, Joe. Yet again, you're answering for other people. Oh, oh, oh. Don't answer for other people. Um, Marcus, by the way, said, I sense a fight between Joe and Eddie coming. No. Oh, it's We're in a great mood. Yeah. Joe takes it in the ass. We're in a great mood. I Everything's know. happy. Only can. We're so good. I mean, I'm sure when Rob Bartley comes on in a little bit, Joe's going to fucking try to throw in all these no, imuses. I'm not going to say anything. And, uh, and, and, ru- and ruin my beautiful I, I first you, interview of 2020. I, I already have a producer that's, that's telling me the wrong time. Then I'm have Joe coming in and sticking his hands <laughs> in my asshole. It's time to go to break. And try to work me like a Muppet. <laughs> that's it. Son of a bitch. 718-577-1389. We're going to take a break. Everyone's going to regroup. We're going to relax. That's right. We're going to calm down. We're going to not worry about what Marcus is saying in the chat room because it's right. disgusting. And we're going to come back <laughs> and we're going to have Rob Bartlett on a legend from yeah. Imus in the Morning. It's the Amarillo Show. We'll be right back after these words. Biatch, come on! Biatch. Why am I even listening to you to begin with? You're a virgin. can't drive. You're in more dire need of a blowjob than any white man in history. Here's my sweaty balls, you fuck. Up with curse words, all right? Unique Lee. Un-unique. The Unfiltered Radio Network. HamRadioShow.com. ED Publications has proudly been serving the adult nightclub industry for over 20 years with news and resources for the strip clubs and exotic dancers. Visit edpublications.com to find out more about their yearly ED Expo convention and awards, magazine subscription, and advertising offers. Tootsie's Cabaret, located at 150 Northwest 183rd Street in Miami Gardens, Florida, is a 74,000-square-foot mega club with a 20,000-square-foot sports bar showing all major sporting and pay-per-view events. Tootsie's was voted the number one adult nightclub in 2012 and features full liquor bars and a full restaurant. Open seven days a week, 365 days a year. Missed an episode of the... Relax in an upscale atmosphere and enjoy the variety of first-class amenities our various clubs have to offer. Enjoy exclusive events and special promotions, live radio broadcasts and celebrity guest appearances, the hottest clubs from the name you know. Vivid Clubs comes in the night of your life. Religion Tequila, the world's finest premium 100% organic tequila. Using only the purest organic ingredients and time-tested distillation process to create a true reflection of our commitment and collaboration with nature. Journey to purity and perfection with Religion Tequila. Our vision, our devotion, our religion. 100% organic handcrafted tequila by Religion Tequila. 
Visit them on the web at religiontequila.com. That's religiontequila.com. This is Ham Radio. Yo! Check us out! Follow us, follow us, but not too close, on Twitter. Twitter.com forward slash Ham Radio Show. On Demand Salon. On DemandSalon.com. Professional door-to-door hair and makeup services. Let the salon come to you. Whether you're getting a blowout, blowover two, blowover three. Hell, bring in a blowout of four. It doesn't matter. Cut in style for special events, weddings, or whatever you need. On OnDemandSalon.com. That's OnDemandSalon.com. Prices and booking, 866-250-4145. That's 866-250-4145. On Demand Salon. OnDemandSalon.com. Hello, kitties. This is Alice Cooper. Ready for some easy action? Change nope. on this show. Literally, I'm the only one listening to the show going, Are we packed? And they're like, No, we got time. We're not back yet. I'm the only one paying attention. Focus, people. Good thing Work with me. You, Eddie. Say, you're damn right. You're damn right. You're damn right. 718-577-1389. It's the Ham Radio Show. Uh, we're waiting on uh, Rob Bartlett, formerly of Imus in the Morning, uh, to talk about uh, many things, but of course, uh, the death of a radio legend. I mean, come on, let's be fucking honest. Whether you love him or you hate him, Imus was a radio legend. Absolutely. And uh, he was on in you know, multiple markets, syndicated, uh, New York multiple times, drug, alcohol problems. I mean, I literally, the day he died, I, I told you, uh, off air, Joe, but I'll say it now. Mm-hmm. I watched a uh, documentary about him oh. because I was like, I, I, I wanted to learn more. I would like to see him that. What's I, only, I only know certain stories. Just, it's on YouTube. Just Google his name. Oh, you know, great, why, yeah. you know, look up his name and oh, you'll absolutely. find a whole bunch of shit, like old reports. Mm-hmm. Everything. Look, I I was raised in the school of Stern. So automatically, yeah. like I and I understand why Stern doesn't like him. That's fine. They have a they have a thing. That's their thing. They have a whole thing, Joe. And you can disagree with it all you fucking want. I because I, I can already hear I you. I don't even know. When what I it said is. Stern thing, you went. <sighs> I understand. No, I, I like Stern. Like, right. He's great. Well, shut up, because I think it's fucking uh, Rob is on the phone. Uh, okay. It's the Ham Radio Show. This is Rob Bartlett. Eddie? Yes. Ah. Rob Bartlett on the phone. Round of applause. Legendary Rob Bartlett on the phone. How are you, sir? I'm, I'm fine, Eddie. And how are you? I, I, I am great, because you're on the program tonight. It's a very... Uh, I'm... Uh, Big deal. I'm a little disturbed. Why are you disturbed, sir? I can't download the Spank Bank Girl of the Week. Oh, <laughs> come on. It's that, on there. You can get it. Me too. Nick, can you I recognize? Have question, question marks in the box. I don't know what is happening. Nick, can you do me a favor? Uh, Rob Bartley would like to uh, uh, maybe pleasure himself to the Spank Bank Girl of the Week. Can you Ooh, please yeah. get that updated? Make sure it works so uh, Mr. Bartley can have. Uh, some alone time with the Spank Bank Girl of the Week, well, please. At least we can do. Jesus, Christmas. The only problem is, is you actually have to 
have an erection before you can do that. So there may be – there's no rush. There's no rush. Take your time is what Mr. Bartlett's saying, but I say hurry up because there's probably other people with full massive erections waiting to uh, be uh, pleasure to themselves. I to this. certainly know the feeling. Yeah. No. yeah is, is the whole crew there? Uh, the whole, Not the whole show because uh, one of them uh, – I was going to say this during the first segment uh, – uh, Ricky not here. He had a death in the family, so he's not here. Uh, Billy's still hopefully coming back next week. Uh, we have Captain Cannabis uh, is in here, my producer, and uh, Joe, who is a mega super fan oh, yeah. of yours and as well as Imus uh, in the morning. So that's who's in the studio. Just the three of us so, right now. So, so I'm a little, I'm, and now I'm even more disturbed because, yes. you know, aside from Ricky, who I guess is, is how did he get, and the black, because Ricky doesn't immediately leap to mind when you're thinking names of black guys. Oh, yeah. Very true. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we, well, we, Cuban, he, Cuban guys married to Lucy, maybe. You know, maybe. But, <laughs> you know, Marquis could only be a black guy. You know, That's I mean, you, you know you're cool when you have one name, like Cher or Madonna or Lassie. Well, that one that one's pronounced Marcus. He's a bisexual uh, African American gentleman yeah. uh, who is on the show, but from time to time is never in studio. I don't know where he is. It's not even like it's a character we do on the show because literally he's in the Facebook Live yeah. suite right now, I think he's in the uh, listening to uh, Rob Bartlett even mention him, which yeah. is a big deal. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Well, and, and Joey, is this is this Joey Drapes? That's you're me. About? Yes. There you go. Um, you heard of uh, me, eh? Donald, Donald Trump's younger, uglier brother? Yes! <laughs> yes! Rob has nailed it! That's exactly who he is. <laughs> he looks like, so, he so looks like Donald's Nick kids and, had and sex. Danny with three ends. Where are they? Uh, well, that, that's because he just has a giant penis. But he's, yeah. he's no longer on the show. He works behind the scenes now. Yeah, Danica. So, in other words, what Rob Which is telling part? us, that, we that have to update there. Or Danny with the three ends. No, Danny with the three ends has a giant penis, but he works behind the scenes now. Yeah. Uh, Nick okay. is the Canadian Unified Network Technician, or the cunt, and he works out of Canada. Yeah. So we have a multi-global okay. thing going on there. Mm-hmm. Okay, because he kind of looks like Jesse from Breaking Bad if Jesse had, like, an extra chromosome. Yes! <laughs> 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 Rob is Rob Bartlett is on fire and being accurate as all fuck. What about me, Rob? And Dan, what about Danny, me? Danny with three ends. I mean, the picture on the website. He looks like he's one of those guys who has to inform the neighborhood whenever he moves in. <laughs> he does have to go door to door and knock. I'm moving into your area. How are you? I have a I have a history. I fucking live here. I fucking I live here now. Uh, your kids can come by anytime you want. Yeah. Um. Uh. What about me? I'm the fat guy with the beard. You know, I just I'll say this, Finocchiaro. Finocchiaro. Yes. yes, sir. It's a little too close to Finocchio. If you ask. <laughs> it had to a, a lot of people like. And if you ask around, people think I'm gay anyway, so it doesn't really matter. That's true. Yeah. Finocchio. Finocchio. No, I can't. I can't imagine with that picture on your website. You're not beating the girls off with a stick. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I'm beating them with a stick, <laughs> and then I drag them home. Yeah. You're right. Nice. Thank you. Um, nice. So, Rob Bartlett, by the way, if anyone, uh, besides uh, roasting the cast of the Ham Radio Show, yeah, sure. uh, Rob Bartlett is, uh, a, was a foundation member, I believe, Joe. Was he on? Rob, are you on uh, in the be- the very beginning of, uh, not Imus when he first started, first started, but like, when he was hitting the, in the heyday of Imus, you were on the Imus in the Morning show, right? No, 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 no. I, I was there um, his last two years at NBC. He had already been on the air, fired from NBC, 
banished to Cleveland, came back from Cleveland, began again in New York and NBC, and then two years before they sold NBC um, and moved to WFAN, uh, that's when I started with them. Okay, um, so kind you were, of a part-time thing. There you go. And then, so you were on on the fan. Um, I mean, I, but I was there in the golden years. I was there, you know, for the salad days of the the syndication of 150 markets, yeah. and you know, him being one of the 25 most interesting people in Time Magazine, and you know, uh, doing the speech from hell in front of Bubba Clinton and Hillary. And, yeah, you know, so I, I was there for all of that. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like you were there for all the the big the because he really. For many people, when you think of Imus, you think of like the, the the shit with him and Stern, or you think of um, the the cowboy gimmick and all that other stuff. But you you don't like understand because I I watched the the day the night he died. Like I was telling Joe, and now I'll tell Rob because he's on there. I watched that documentary, and it, like you, I didn't know he was a musician when he with his brother. I didn't know that mm-hmm. at all. And then besides that, he had he actually released a record. Uh, with oh, his, yeah. yeah, released a record with his brother and then got, he figured out that he could get stuff played if he became a DJ. So he became a DJ just to get the ball. Exactly bo- right. Yeah. And it's just a weird, exactly right. weird turn of events when you think about what he became. Cause that really wasn't his goal. Like his goal was not to become the biggest radio DJ ever in the history of ever. He began. No, he wanted to be a recording artist. Yeah, he wanted to be a recording artist, and that's crazy of what he became after that. And also, one thing in the documentary which I didn't know either, he's the reason why Joe. Yeah. Whenever, like when we when we call somebody, like if we called Rob at his home, yeah, we have to tell him he's on the air, right? Oh, wow. That be, that is because of Don Imus and the famous twelve hundred yeah. hamburger bit. Oh, that is because of him. That's right. So, I mean, that's it's a right. big deal. Like, right. that's what I'm saying. Like, people don't understand. Like, when he died, whether you loved him or whether you hated him for whatever reason, he was a radio legend. He he did a lot of shit. He was a pioneer. He did a lot of crap in radio. And even if he forest gumped his way through it, you know, being on drugs and alcohol and all fucked up half the time and got kicked off of here, came back, went to this. Well, that was the early years. No, no, I'm just saying. But think about it, Joe. No matter what. He was like destined to be. That's my point, Joe. He literally was a wannabe musician. That's what he wanted to be. Realized the whole the radio thing, did that, and then became a juggernaut in the world of radio. I mean, that is. It's like it was. It, it was meant to be. No matter what they threw at whatever, even though like whatever the fuck he threw at himself, the drugs, the alcohol, the 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 all the bullshit, not showing up for work, all that crap. He still, you know, was iconic and was still around. He did it, and Rob was a part of it. Bartlett was there during the big times, like with the the thing with Clinton that he was just talking about. Yeah. That to me was a huge fucking deal because he's calling Bubba. Yeah, but not, not even that. Like he called him Bubba when he was on the show and everything. And, he, and a lot of people like I must well, said, "Here's good, yeah, Rob." Here's a little, here's a little known fact. Um, I was the one who actually coined the phrase Bubba because wow. I used to phone in. I used to phone in as Roger Clinton, right. and I would call. I would call Imus Bubba, and then he started calling Clinton Bubba, and then that's when it stuck. Wow, because that actually is how in the beginning. Because I remember when Clinton was running, Bubba became what he was called Absolutely. on on yeah. on regular in the news. Yeah, he was called Bubba. That was how he, that's how he kind of Clinton liked it. Well, because also when, when you look, he was good, 
when he was a guest, when Clinton was a guest on the program, um, I misintroduced him as, you know, President Clinton, and, and Clinton said, I like it when you call me Bubba, <laughs> and it stuck, you know, and, and I missed one New York for Clinton, because yeah. Clinton showed that he had a sense of humor, and, Absolutely. you know, of course, that evaporated when it came time for the speech from hell at the radio and television correspondence yeah. center, but... Um, well, you know, even even Clinton. Well, even Clinton said that 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 Imus got him like into the White House, like not even just yeah. he got him New York, yeah. he got him into the White House because it yeah. was being showing that side, that goofy, you know, redneck kind of. Oh, I'll laugh at all the jokes, all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. on and showing a personal side Absolutely. on Imus mm-hmm. is what got him into the White House. That's because people were not happy. Think about it. we were in an era where George Bush Senior. Was a dickhead, wow. and nobody nobody cared. He was like the hall monitor. Nobody wanted to fucking hang out with him. And this cool dude, you know, this 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 sex machine named Bill Clinton, who comes on Imus, and, and not comes on Imus because that'd be a whole different uh, movie. Uh, comes on the Imus show, and 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 speaks his piece, becomes Bubba because of Rob Bartlett, the whole nine yards, and then boom, we got we got we have the new president of the United States of America at that time. And then at the correspondence dinner that Rob's talking about, they hired Imus to. Now who who told Imus to sit on the dais and be like? They hired him knowing that he was going to say some stuff, right? Well, I, I think they hired him because he'd become very very influential sure. uh, politically. Um, he, you know, all the, these politicians and these these pundits and all these people were coming on a show because he is was and will remain one of the best interviewers ever. In broadcasting, I mean, he really knew how to interview people. He knew how to put them at ease. He knew how to find out stuff that they wouldn't normally want to say. He was really a very, very, I mean, that, that was one of the things that I think he grew into, but he must have had that talent all along and just never used it. Um, and so they thought, well, you know, here's, here's this guy. He's a huge deal. He's really funny. Let's bring him on. And Imus was basically said, you know, I, I got to do what I do on the air. I can't, you know, I can't sugarcoat it. I can't not go for it the way that I do on the air because then I'd be a phony, and I'm not a phony. For and, you know, to the point where when Seth Meyers um, did it uh, a couple of years after, he said, you know, we all we all wish we, we all want to be Imus. We all want to do what Imus did, but none of us have the ball. Yeah. You know, and that's exactly it. I mean, he he did that entire speech, and Charles and I helped him write it. You know, and that was um, going to be my next question: Did somebody help him write that, or did he? Was that like kind of all him? No, I mean, it, the, the thrust of it obviously was him. And you know, when you're writing for somebody like anybody who wrote for Carson or anything like that, you write for that point of view, you write for that person, you write for that persona. So it was tailor made for Imus. You know. And we spent weeks writing it, and he spent weeks practicing it, and just you know doing dry runs and and rehearsing it, and and the the first I guess in the first forty five seconds he gets like a big laugh, and then he makes some reference to Whitewater. Yeah, like, yeah, I got an idea. Uh, Susan's coming over. <laughs> she says she's got a a good vacation uh, home opportunity. Maybe we can make a couple of bucks. And you can the, the camera cuts to Clinton and Hillary, and you know 
You could just see. You can almost hear the wah, 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 because yeah, they know yeah. what's going to happen. And I then mean, he, he, he did everything. He, he went after the sex stuff with Clinton, too. Well, right at the top. He yeah. segues, but when, he interviewed, when he interviewed Clinton, Clinton, you know, felt very comfortable with him. And again, this is, this is a, because of what a great interviewer was. He... He interviewed Clinton and got Clinton to talk about when he was a teenager and had a pickup truck and had AstroTurf in the back of the pickup truck. <laughs> and, you know, made some reference to the fact that, yeah, you know, uh, you know what I use that AstroTurf in the back of the pickup was or whatever it was. He just, he kind of laid it out. And so all I just did was bring it up. But the way he brought it up was, I guess Clinton has been a guest color commentator at the game where Bobby Vanilla was breaking um, – the uh, Pete Rose's record, yeah. and uh, Bobby Bonilla hit a double, and Clinton says, go, baby. And Hyman's line was, <laughs> I remember thinking at the time, I bet that's not the first time you said that. <laughs> <laughs> remember the pickup truck with the Astro Surf in the back? And... Hillary puts her head in her hands, oh, and Clinton is just looking it up, and you can see the color drain from his face. It yeah. really was a great moment. It was just a wonderful, and he he did another, I think, forty minutes, and it was up and down, and there were people, you know, groaning and whatever, and he just he plowed through it. He did it, and you know, the the biggest balls of anybody. Dude, I mean, it, became, record. it became front page news. Yeah. It was yeah, on front page yeah. news that he eviscerated the Clintons, at the at, yeah. and, and it was like it was they were like oh how could you and it's like why were they off limits I mean we all knew the stories that were out exactly. there and then and then it was like he foresaw everything else that was going to happen down the road absolutely so. you know Ed Koch said after that interview he says uh, when you invite a shark to dinner don't be surprised if somebody gets bitten absolutely and that's exactly what it was it's very very true. He he was genuine above all else. He did not sugarcoat himself. Didn't matter who you were, whether you were the Pope or his wife or his son or you worked for him or the president. It didn't make a difference. What you saw was what you got, and he didn't change himself for anybody. And that, you know, how many people can you say actually do that? Yeah, you know, really? have the courage and the the sense of I don't give a shit enough to like. To do that, and that that's that's one of the things that he doesn't get credit for, you know, no. in addition to all the other stuff that he doesn't get credit for. You know, when people mention him, they, they you know, they, they mention him in the same sentence as Rutgers, and then it just, that becomes what defines him. And that definitely is part of his history, and he's never tried to shirk that responsibility. He regretted that. He felt remorse. He met with the team. And he let them speak for six hours and didn't say a word. Even Vivian Stringer, the coach, came out the other day yeah. and with a, a class, class move. She, uh, she took the high road and, and, and offered her condolences to his family. And she said, I just told her that the reason he went there was not to save his job because he'd already been fired. He went there to save his soul. And she recognized that. And she acknowledged that. So, you can't, I mean, that, that was part of it, you know, because, hey, you know, newsflash, he could be an asshole. Yeah. He could be a motherfucker. He could be the nastiest, most awful human being on the planet. He would humiliate, especially if you work for him. I don't think anybody <laughs> got in the bar as many times as me. I mean, he would be relentless. So I'm speaking to Deirdre and Wyatt the other day, 
And Wyatt tells me, he says, you don't know this, but I'm going to tell you something that happened. He said about six months before I just went off the air. Yeah. He was really, really just raking you over the coals. He said it was about as brutal as he'd ever heard his father. He was so personal. So, you know, just really, really nasty. And I had had it. I, I just I just couldn't take it anymore. And so I dash off this email on my, my phone to my wife, something about, you know, this is it. I can't do this anymore. I got this motherfucker, cocksucker, son of a bitch. He doesn't <laughs> just really like a whole, it was a, you know, long email about yeah. how much I hated it. Lace for profanity, it absolutely. Right. And I hit send. And for whatever reason, I never really brought it up with my wife, and she never mentioned it. I just thought she said, all right, Malone, get it out of the system and move on. And Wyatt said, well, you don't know this, but it didn't go to your wife. It went to Imus. Oh, shit. <laughs> Somehow, I don't know how it happened. And maybe it was a text. I don't know. Whatever it was, it didn't go to her. It went to him. And he got the biggest kick out of that. He thought it was the funniest thing he'd ever read. He kept bringing it up to Wyatt. He'd read it to Wyatt. He said, like, <laughs> two weeks before he died, he brought it up again, and they read it, and they laughed together about how fucking funny it was. And he never told me. Wow. Never, ever told me. Well, see, is that... Now, is do, that you, do you Now, do you think that that is, like, like, very commendable, or do you think that that is, like, do you think that that is something that he... You brought... Do you think that your words... Even though you were angry, brought him so much joy, or do you think? It oh, was absolutely! Like, All right, absolutely. He liked nothing better than when Charles or I would do a rant, which was you know half based in truth. You know, get red in the face and wish him dead, and he would <laughs> laugh harder than anybody. You know, he like loved show, yeah. to be the butt of the joke. Nobody laughed harder than he did when you when you went back and attacked him. He poked the cage, I think, almost to try and get you to attack him. And then when you did, it just thrilled him to no end. You yeah. know, it made, um, it made interesting so, radio. That's why he knew he knew what yeah, made good radio. Well, not only did it, it was beyond making it, obviously it does make interesting radio, and obviously, you know, people love that kind of shit. And, and but I think he personally just enjoyed it so much, it just tickled him. You know, it was just the greatest. You know, I mean, it was nothing better, nothing better than making him laugh. I got to tell you. You know, I've been a comic for 40 some odd years and I have done, you know, huge theaters. I've done TV. I've done, there was no greater sense of satisfaction, no greater high than making him laugh because it didn't come easy. No, it really didn't. He was very, very uh, particular about what he thought was funny. Well, and, it's also, it's also, know, <laughs> it's also a big deal when you make somebody laugh that has made you laugh. Like if you've been oh, yeah. if you've been entertained by somebody so much so that you make them entertained, it's it's mm -hmm. you can't beat that feeling. It's like a high like no other. I mean, besides probably oh, heroin, absolutely. but uh, absolutely. it's an amazing feeling, and you got to do that, and that was a great deal. But um, all right, so hold on, because we because we definitely we want to plug some stuff. I don't want to you know just just be doing IMIS. I mean, as much as we wanted to have you on uh, talking about it. Uh, the Rob Bartlett Radio Comedy Hour, by the way, is your podcast. Uh, people can get mm -hmm. it on, on Apple, right, or wherever they can get any. You know, it's everywhere, quite frankly. Right. Um, right. It's, it's, it's yeah. posted by Libsyn, L-I-B-S-Y-N, I think, and you can find it there. Or it's Apple, it's Spotify, it's 
Stitcher, it's wherever you get your podcast, you can find it. The last uh, episode, the one I put up last week, is my elegy to the Iron Man, uh, a tribute to the old cowboy. And uh, it's it's real, it's true, and it's it tells, at least from my perspective, who he really was. I mean, uh, all the bad and, and the good, you know, I mean, if we're as awful a human being as he could be and he would admit sometimes how awful he was there was no one who did more for me or my family than he did i mean uh, i wouldn't have the career that i've had uh, without him i mean he gave me all kinds of support when i would have to lead into a pilot or uh, have to not show up for a couple of days because i was doing a commercial or doing uh, law and order svu or elementary or whatever it was he let me he let me take off and still pay me you know, um, I had to, you know, had a road gate. He let me take off and still pay me. There you you know, he did a lot. He did a lot, you know, and it's kind of thrown aside because somehow it makes it invalid because of some of the bad things that he did. But he did more for sick kids than anybody I've ever met in my life. The, I mean, that he rant had the, that uh, he cancer had changed yeah. lives, changed lives. I mean, and I, I knew firsthand because I was out there and uh, I had, uh, kind of taking a shine to the son of uh, Joe Hollander, who was the station manager at FAN at the time. Her son had uh, a brain tumor and we kind of, I kind of semi-adopted him. We became pals and, you know, he didn't have a father. So I was one who talked about a shave and yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was really, really, really sick. And he and Deirdre spent hundreds and thousands of dollars of their own money flying him to Arkansas to see specialists. And I mean, who, and never, no one knows that. No. He didn't, he didn't broadcast that. You know what I mean? Who does that kind of stuff? So you can't just look at a person from that one perspective. You got to look at the whole person, well, that, you know, and he was much more than just, you know, the scumbag that he could be. Well, that's the thing. People don't ever get a chance to actually, and not even that they get a chance. They don't even go out of their way to give a shit to know somebody. They just they just judge no. on like if it's physical appearance or uh, fucking yeah. like something they said once and then somebody disliked it yeah. and whatever. Or just something they heard. Yeah, you know, or something they heard from uh, third parties or whatever. Now look, I'm not like Stern had his own thing with him and that's his thing. So whether he liked him or not, whatever. But like I like because I, I know people are like oh well, why are you talking about Imus and bubble? Why not? The guy was a fucking radio legend. The guy did everything. I never knew Imus personally to have any ill will towards Imus or any, you know, in any way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. So I'm mm-hmm. only, and I'm learning, uh, like, besides, we, I mean, we knew he had the Cancer Ranch. We knew he did, uh, you know, tons of stuff for charities uh, that, 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 that kind of falls on deaf ears because people only see that. You know, the, a man that looked like a scrotum sack in a fucking cowboy hat. <laughs> Let's be fucking honest. Yeah. That's what they saw. They saw a guy that, on a good day. On a good day. That's when he combed his hair. So yeah. when you have that going on, it's, they see that and it's a, okay. We gotta talk shit about him. That's it. Blah 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 blah. And that's what they do. And that's why Rob's on today. Not only is he on talking about Imus, he's talking about the Rob Bartley Radio Comedy Hour, which is his uh, podcast. Like we said, yes, you by the way can also go to. Uh, the uh, I want to make sure I get it right because it's not spelled right on both things. Uh, the Robio is his Twitter, so that mm-hmm. and then uh, Robbie 007 on Instagram, so that way you can keep up with Rob Bartlett 
and do stuff there. But, Rob, I do want to bring up one thing before, because uh, I, I got to get you going soon. But I do want to bring up one thing. I'm a huge wrestling fan, and so is uh, Captain Cannabis here. I have to bring up the fact that you were the original host of Monday Night Raw. Yeah, I didn't know that. Live from the Manhattan Center uh, every Monday night in New York City. I, what the hell happened? Because, like, how did that happen? Now, number one, how did you get the gig? Number two, why did you leave the gig? What exactly happened? I need, I, I need to know. You got to fill me in. Okay. It's 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 a great story. I I don't regret a minute of the time that I was there. I met great great people, like salt of the earth people, Bobby the Brain, yeah. Macho Man, um, you know people like Ric Flair would call me sir. I mean, they were these guys were the real deal. They could not have been nicer. They could not have been more accommodating. They 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 desperately wanted me to be successful, even though I had no business being in that chair none whatsoever <laughs> and the only reason i did it was because my son you know was in in middle school at the time he was a huge wrestling fan i thought oh well yeah. you know, i'll get to see a couple of matches for free maybe meet some of the guys hold a belt right. so i had done a, a a charity event for connecticut special olympics you know a lot of uh pretty much every thing that i got involved with in my years with Imus was through Imus, and Imus was a supporter of the special olympics in connecticut and because Lupica and Lupica's wife were were very involved, and and they had a, a you know one of those dinners, and uh, I don't know, it was a, it was a, a fundraiser dinner, and Vince McMahon was sitting in the front front table, uh, and I was you know the entertainment, and I got up at the podium and I had my my material, but Vince happened to be wearing a three piece corduroy suit. <laughs> it was a peach colored. Three piece quarter. I think he still owns that too. Oh, yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. I did about twenty minutes oh, on him suit. and the suit. <laughs> the crowd went crazy. Oh, nice, went crazy. So a week later, I'm 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 driving home from from doing production at, at FAN with Imus, and I get a phone call from his assistant, and she says, "You know, Vince McMahon wants you to call him." I said, "Uh oh." Yeah. He's pissed. Here we go. Yeah. Uh, he's really pissed. And so I called and I goes, Rob, well, you were great the other night, even though it was my expense. I'm really kind of sorry you didn't enjoy my peach suit. <laughs> uh, we're going to do something a little different. We're going to do this uh, this live show every Monday night in New York City. We on Monday Night Raw, and we thought it'd be good to have you on as like a color commentator. So what do you think? I said, yeah, well, why not? You know, it's good as shot. Yeah. You know, what the hell? It's a gig. It's money. So, it's wrestling. The whole thing. Yeah. Right. right. So they bring me up to Stanford. They bring me to the, you know, the the, the building, the headquarters, and they have a, a TV uh, studio complex across 95 from there. It's like in a, in a uh, corporate park, you know, a big warehouse thing was just like studio after studio for, for the WWF at the time. Yes. And uh, I meet Macho Man and, uh, we start practicing, calling tapes, you know, uh, bouts on tape. Yeah, you're looking at footage, yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. And we're just trying to get the band to go on and try to feel each other out. And it was clear from the get-go that this was not going to work. It was just clear. But Vince, I got to say, got to give him credit. First of all, he's the P.T. Barnum of our age, this yeah. guy is a genius Absolutely. when it comes to inviting entertainment to people and knowing how to work the crowd and knowing to give them what they want. He, he is literally a genius when it comes to that. 
So to his credit, he decided he was going to keep going with it. So Monday night comes along, and mm. we start the show, and, you know, they have this, this gag, this running gag where probably the brain kept trying to break into the Yeah, Manhattan it was outside because, the uh, Manhattan Center, yeah. Right. He thought he was going to be the host or whatever, and he kept dressing up as different people. At one point, he's in drag. He dresses up as my aunt. <laughs> At one point, he dresses up in, in a dark coat and a hat and, and pay us. Yeah, he was a Hasidic Jew. I remember that. Like a yeah. <laughs> Because for some reason, Vince thought I was Jewish. So that was like one of those jokes he got. And the first match was Yokozuna against, I'm trying to remember who it was now. Papa Chandra. It was Papa Chandra. It was Yokozuna. I know for sure yeah. I know who it was against. And like one of the first words out of my mouth when the match started was, well, that's, that's, a, that's one big Oriental, Vince. And, <laughs> There's this silence. You know? <laughs> and then I go on later on and goes, geez, he's got an ass like an aircraft carrier. We go to a spot and he looks at me and he goes, just loosen up a little bit. This is going to be okay. <laughs> and it just downhill from there. It just never really, really took off. So I got frustrated because I really wanted to try and make it work. Yeah. So I got this idea midway through the season. I think, I think I did the first 13 weeks. Um, Vince was getting an award. He and, and Randy were both getting an award because of all the charity work that WWF did. And, you, you know, again, these guys do amazing charity work. I mean, yeah. John Cena, all these guys do, I mean, every week they're Look, doing five, that's six, what, ten. A lot of make-a-wish shit. They do a lot of stuff. And independent, too. Yeah. On their own. Right. Right, and it's a it's a it's a it's a requirement. If you if you work for Vince, you got to do the charity work, and they do it gladly and with good humor. And you know, you got to see one of these kids, I and mean, they just don't on them. So they were getting an award, and I went. Um, it was going to be me, and, and, and yeah, one month or one one week, one Monday a month, we would broadcast from the Mid Hudson Civic Center where they used to play minor league hockey. Yeah. It was in Poughkeepsie. And it was because, I guess, for whatever reason, the Manhattan Center wasn't available one, one Monday a month. And so so we're up there. And, and, um, Bobby DeBrain is, is one of the hosts. And Gorilla Monsoon is the other host. And it's the three of us because Vince and Randy are off getting the thing. So I, I, I find this out like during the week that they're not going to be there. And so I go to the makeup lady, um, the great makeup lady. And I said, do you think you can make me look like Vince? And she said, yeah, sure. So I rented a tuxedo, got a red tie, I got shoulder pads, <laughs> she did a whole thing with my hair, she gave me the big lips, and I spent the entire show as Vince. Oh, oh. Doing the play -by -play. But I wouldn't say anything. I would just go, Monday Night Raw. I did that the entire hour. Nice. And, and he didn't roll the plane along with it. It was like they had no idea. I think uh, at the very beginning, the three of us are doing the stand up at the top of the show, and it's just Bobby, Bobby Heenan, Grilling on Soon, not Vince McMahon. <laughs> and, <laughs> so uh, I, I do the whole thing, and the crew go crazy because nobody had ever made fun of Vince before. Yeah. Um, so I was like their hero. So the next week, we're back at the Manhattan Center, and we have the pre. 
pre-show meeting, you know, in one of these side rooms and, you know, they had the steam table with the grilled chicken and the vegetables and, and pasta, yeah. you know, because they're all, you know, healthy guys. And he has the entire team there. He has all the wrestlers, all the managers, all the crew members, everybody, cameramen, everybody in this little room jammed. And he shows up and the room goes deadly silent. He walks over to me and like face to face, knows the nose, he goes, Bartlett, you're on fire. Holy shit. And then goes, goes hysterical laughing. Following week, they tell me, um, you know, I show up in the Manhattan side. They didn't tell me they were doing the show from Mid Hudson. So I show up, there's nobody there except a camera crew. And so I'm standing in the bleachers of the Manhattan side, completely empty. On the air, he had punked me to get back at me for making fun of him. Oh, <laughs> shit. He ribbed you? Yeah, he definitely. He, it Holy was, it was shit. one of the best jokes ever. It really was wow. one of the best, best jokes ever. And the follow, and, and a couple of weeks later, there was. Um, they were bringing back Luna Vachon and Sensational Sherry. Uh, yeah. I was supposed to do an interview with the Sensational Sherry between matches, and Luna Vachon was going to come out, and they were going to get into a fight. And Vince tells me just before we hit air, yeah, they're going to get into a fight. You try to break them up, and then you're going to tear your clothes off. I said, excuse me? The siren goes off. We start the show, and I'm thinking, what the hell is going to go on? Because, you know, I didn't have a breakaway suit or anything like that. Well, it comes time. Interviewing Sensational Sharing, Luna Vachon comes out, they get into it, and they really got into it. And then before I know it, they grab the top collar of my shirt, and they pull it down, and the whole thing comes flying off. Wow. I'm down to my T-shirt. So I stumble, like, you know, I do my trademark move, which is an exit, a fast exit. Exit and, stage um, left. They go, they go to commercial. And during the commercial, I get the makeup lady to give me a black eye and the bruises and some blood on my teeth and I tear my shirt and mess up my hair. And I did the rest of the show messed up like that with the headset on. <laughs> That's, like, That's outstanding. I mean, when I, I fell to the ground and Randy comes over and starts slapping my face trying to wake me up. I mean, it was really, really, really funny. So then why the hell? But it was, so what, how, how, did you, how did you lose the gig then? Uh, I... I realized that it was not the right place for me it just it was a great idea but coupled with the first thing that i really didn't know much about wrestling which mm -hmm. i thought he thought was going to be a plus and you can't really make fun of guys who are that over the top you know they're, they're so much bigger than life you yeah. can't exaggerate and go into that exaggerated right. you know and the exaggeration is only part of the the show i mean it's part of the entertainment mm -hmm. these guys are unbelievable athletes yeah. i mean Unbelievable! There was a match that lasted three segments. It went through three separate commercial breaks. Yeah, you know, and it kept going. You know, so I called up Kevin Dunn, who was the producer. I said, "Look, man, I said, you know, I really love my time here, but I don't think I'm helping the show at all. So I'm just going to beg off now." And and and, uh, and that was it. And that was uh, I just that's very big of you, uh, man. Because that was it. That was a that show it became the cornerstone of that company. So it's like. You did pave uh -huh. the way. That was like one. You you legitimately have a wrestling history in the WWE. This is like well WWE now, but WWF then. Uh, it was it's a big deal. And the first season was so memorable. So many moments. So many matches yeah. that you were there for. You were there. 
They brought Hulk Hogan back that yep. in the first couple episodes. I mean, yeah, I've never been invited back to any of the anniversary shows, unfortunately. But you can still you can still see all thirteen of them on the uh, WWE Network. There you go. You know, which my son, which my son apparently subscribes to and, and let me know. You know, I I saw the one tonight when you dressed up like Elvis. I'm really glad I was too young to realize what was going on. <laughs> you know, stuff like that. All right, so you can not only, you can not only see uh, Rob Bartlett on the WWE Network, uh, but you can also. Uh, by the way, if you flip around your TV, you, you'll find him on uh, certain shows here and there from periodically, uh, Elementary, uh, Law and Order, SVU, things of that nature. Um, but you can also listen to Rob Bartlett, the Rob Bartlett Radio Comedy Hour, uh, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcast. Just put it in a search; you'll find it. You'll be able to download it. Get some good stuff. The latest episode, of course, is uh, the uh, tribute to Imus. Uh, the man worked with him for years upon years. He has the inside track. It's a very uh, fitting and touching tribute on the Rob Bartlett Radio Comedy Hour. Um, and you can also go to uh, the Robbio on Twitter and Robbie007 on Instagram. Rob, I don't mean to cut you short, but it, I, I have to go to commercial. I have to get out of here. Uh, and, and go on to the next segment. But, dude, thank you for being on the program. Round of applause for Rob Bartlett, first of all. Great story. Let me just say this. Yes, sir. You really got to update the website a little bit because these pictures that are up there now, they look like they should be on milk cartons. <laughs> and very fitting as he on his way out. His trademark is stage left even on the exit, uh, making jokes about us. Thank you, sir. Rob Bartlett, ladies thank and gentlemen. You. Thank you, buddy. Thank you. Uh, amazing. Thank you. Rob Bartlett, uh, that was fun. Uh, this other thing, that I know that Captain Cannabis was a little distracted during the interview because he kept looking over at the Facebook Live. We'll get to that when we come back. Okay. Because uh, a, a fucker from our past uh, seems to have reared his ugly head. Who's that? In the, well, we'll get to that when we come back. We got to take a break. We got to okay. move some shit around. We got to do some stuff. 718-577-1389. It's the Hammer Radio Show. We'll be right back. After these words, bitch. You're spending the night with Fred Yarvin, male prostitute. Did, he, did the cowboy outfit excite you? Sometimes we do things because we need the money. Ham Radio. Ham Radio. Ham Radio. Ham Radio. Uniquely. Uniquely. Un- Un- Unique. Unique. The Unfiltered Radio Network. HamRadioShow.com. ED Publications has proudly been serving the adult nightclub industry for over 20 years. With news and resources for the strip clubs and exotic dancers, visit edpublications.com to find out more about their yearly ED Expo convention and awards, magazine subscription, and advertising offers. Tootsie's Cabaret, located at 150 Northwest 183rd Street in Miami Gardens, Florida, is a 74,000-square-foot mega club with a 20,000-square-foot sports bar showing all major sporting and pay-per-view events. Tootsie's was voted the number one adult nightclub in 2012 and features full liquor bars and a full restaurant. Open seven days a week, 365 days a year. Missed an episode on the Ham Radio Show? Not to worry. You can download the latest episode as well as past shows on hamradioshow.com. Go to hamradioshow.com and click on the downloads link. Come live the vivid experience in one of the hottest clubs in America and enjoy the best in adult entertainment. Party with the sexiest dancers and surround yourself with the most beautiful girls. Relax in an upscale atmosphere and enjoy the variety of first-class amenities our various clubs have to offer. 
Enjoy exclusive events and special promotions, live radio broadcasts and celebrity guest appearances, the hottest clubs from the name you know. Vivid Clubs comes in the night of your life. Religion Tequila, the world's finest premium 100% organic tequila. Using only the purest organic ingredients and time-tested distillation process to create a true reflection of our commitment and collaboration with nature. Journey to purity and perfection with Religion Tequila. Our vision, our devotion, our religion. 100% organic handcrafted tequila by Religion Tequila. Visit them on the web at religiontequila.com. That's religiontequila.com. Follow us, but not too close, on Twitter, twitter.com forward slash ham radio show. On Demand Salon, ondemandsalon.com. Professional door-to-door hair and makeup services. Let the salon come to you. Whether you're getting a blowout, blow over two, blow over three. Hell, bring in a blowout of four. It doesn't matter. Cut in style for special events, weddings, or whatever you need. On ondemandsalon.com. That's ondemandsalon.com. Prices and booking, 866-250-4145. That's 866-250-4145. On Demand Salon. On DemandSalon.com. Ah! <laughs> Hi, Robert England here, a.k.a. Freddy Krueger, and you're listening to... Ham Radio. I do have to ask a question of the people listening in the uh, Facebook live suite. Is my my levels too high for people? I, uh, respectively, I'm going to ask that question. By the way, it's the Hammer Radio Show, 718-577-1389. What I mean by are my levels, are, am I too loud for you? Because if, if so, oh, go fuck yourself, because I don't think I am, but whatever. Um, there is a, This happens from time to time. During the Rob Bartlett interview, there is this, this asshole that writes us from time to time, which we know it's like a fake Facebook or whatever, uh, Steve Dave. Because it's just because the last time he was on, Joe. No, no, yeah. The last time he was on, we had, um, I believe, Marcus tried to find him, and then he fucking he like he called fucking Marcus's phone. He's a ghost. Yeah, no, no. He's just not a ghost. Don't don't give him fucking that much credit. He's a he's a piece of shit. It's a troll. Troll asshole that's like he's telling me my mic is extra hot there's only three people listening oh is he in the business bob no he fucking acts like he is. i don't even know who the fuck M- he is. maybe he's a big producer or something <clears throat> well if he is then have yeah. the balls yeah here's what i want you to do if you're a real person have the balls to call me right here on the we will literally the I will pick up. I'm not going to scream fucking phone calls. No, no. I pick up. We don't. We're not. We are the anti-talk show talk show. That's correct. I don't follow any of the rules that, right. that, are, that everyone else seems to be uh, pigeonholed 
into covering yeah, and true. following and doing all the rules. Like, oh, you got to screen your calls. And I don't give a fuck. I like it. We will literally pick up anybody, talk to you, because mm-hmm. we want you to actually grow a set of bulls and have a conversation with us. Sure. So the number for Steve Dave is 718-577-1389. This goes into all the other assholes, that, like the ones that call Joe. You've heard them. Well, yeah, well, who, who do like fake phone calls? Yeah, and I then, he likes the show because he listens. That's I true. I, I don't, but I don't even care if he likes it or doesn't like it. Whoa. Like it's one of those things. Like, and I know that Joe Wolfair was like, maybe you shouldn't bring attention to him. Fuck him. I don't give a shit. He has no balls. If you have balls, call the fucking show. He might be talk a nice to guy. me like a human being. If you want to be up in my face and talk shit, because you were talking shit. In a, a lot. lot of these, you know, three different uh, posts here <clears throat> about, first you're knocking the fact that there's only three people at the time listening. I'm sorry. We added two more right now. There's five. I, I, uh, yeah. At one point during the show, we were in the double digits. So my, my I'm sorry that our numbers don't fucking uh, make you happy. I don't find, People listen to it when they want to listen to it. They go to the website, hamradioshow.com, shameless plug. And they go there, and then they actually, you know, download the show and listen to it later. We're That's what people. Do. Plus, we're syndicated on multiple other radio stations, mm-hmm. so other people can listen. I just don't like assholes who think you're going to get a rise out of me. You're not. I'm not even <laughs> fucking. You're not. I'm not angry. I'm not. I mean, as much as fucking toothless asshole here. He thinks Joe thinks when I raise my voice that I'm angry. You always raise your voice. I always yeah, raise your voice. Raise your voice. So it's yeah. not like but Joe always like you're not getting a rise out of me. No. I'm addressing it because I don't give a fuck. Okay. That's the whole point. Call the fucking show and tell me all this bullshit that you're writing. Yeah. You could be saying if you had a set of balls. Well. But you obviously don't have a set of balls <laughs> because it's a fake uh, Facebook thing. Oh. Steve Dave, first off, that's not even... How would that be an actual name in life? Oh. How would Dave be your last name? Well, Steve be. Dave uh, you know. is not even a hillbilly's fucking Maybe name. Maybe his name is like uh, 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 Dave Clocasus Potus and they shorten it up. You know, people do that. Uh, yes, and thank you for making up some random stupid well, name. Well, you know, it could be, you know. All right, but either way, he's uh, talking shit about the... Uh, that only a certain amount of see, but see, this is the difference, Joe. Joe, Joe doesn't understand this because yeah. Joe's like Joe, and he lives in his own universe in his I brain. Do, yeah. That I'm addressing it. That's the difference. I'm not pissed off. I'm addressing it. Okay. Like Warren saying, "Hi Eddie, hi Warren." We hey, know Warren. Bob. How you doing, Warren? Bub, who by the way was uh, is on FBI on CBS, oh. uh, doing a good job. Show you those pictures. He's from got the set. two first names. Yeah, and and he's a real person yeah, who, really like, if we said Warren, Warren call the show, he'll call the show. No, we know Warren. Warren Unlike yeah. us, he just got back from shooting FBI yeah. on CBS. Um, but when you have assholes, I he got shot on FBI. Do I don't think so. Warren is because he's not. Well, he's not a main character on oh, the show. He but he's playing a. Uh, uh, no, he was with the two uh, leads of the fucking show in the well, picture. Cool. So I know that he's doing something big on the yeah. show. Uh, I don't know, uh, Warren. Don't ruin it. But do you get shot and die on the show? <laughs> um, but th- what I'm saying, Joe, about this other answer, yeah, sure. is that we we don't hide from it. No, no of course we not. don't. We don't sit there and go like, oh, we're not going to pick up the phones now. Oh, so afraid. We don't care. No, no. We're not like those other assholes who fucking. We're we're not a perfect show. That's what makes our show better than yours. Because yep. yeah. we don't fucking are not. Polished it's and squeaky clean. We entertain them. Literally, we entertain the masses by literally just being us. 
Oh. That's the whole thing. We're, we're better at it than fucking Steve Davis, yeah. whoever the fuck he is. I think he tweeted Nowhere to out. be found. Yeah. Uh, 718. Hey, John. Uh, hey, John. Hi, John. Seven one uh, he uh, Warren's gonna call in. So seven one eight five seven seven thirteen eighty nine. Yeah. I know that Warren, by the way, uh calling in after he just left the set of FBI yeah. on CBS. By the way, Rob Bartlett, thank you for being on the program. He was well. great, Rob. Huh? Uh, great that I knew yeah. he was gonna be. Yeah. I think I I think uh, I, I I wanted to ask him to do his Don Corleone impression, but you know, the interview went kinda of long, so yeah. he, he is the great impressionist. Oh absolutely. He's a very great impressionist. By the way, uh so Ricky also wrote me asking me who the fuck Steve Davis. <laughs> this is why this is why Joe I'm addressing it, because other okay. people now yeah. are reading the bullshit that this cocksucker is writing. Oh, okay. And going like he goes Ricky goes, Who is this Steve Dave prick? Yeah. He's being an ass and Wait, I, no. and I and I don't Ricky like wants it. To beat him up. Joe, can you <laughs> shut the fuck up while I talk? Like he talks during while I talk. I'm because I'm I did, I just turned your mic off, asshole. Shut up. Holy fuck. I'm trying to read what Ricky wrote, and you're still yapping while we I got look. a call. I know. It's fucking Warren. I know what I'm doing. I'm the one that clicked it. Thank you. Why is everyone teaching me how to do radio? Joe won't shut the fuck up. Captain Cannabis is still learning this. Warren's on the phone. I'm trying to read Steve, uh, uh, Ricky's thing about Steve Dave. Everybody shut the fuck up. I know what I'm doing. Uh, who is this Steve Dave prick? He's being an ass. I don't like it. That came from Ricky. So that's why I'm addressing it, because other people, Ricky's at home mourning the loss of a family member. Obviously, he has the show on, and he's reading the stuff on the show, Joe. Now you can jump in. Where he's reading this stuff and going like, who the fuck is this guy attacking the show? Now, I'm going to ask Warren, who is obviously listening. Warren, hello, by the way. Hey, what's up, Eddie? How you doing? How do, how do I sound on your end? Sounds fine. Exactly. That's my... But see, this is what I'm saying. I'm addressing it because I know that we're doing everything... We Like, it's assholes like that trying to belittle the show. So when you fucking... Why? When you address a bully, you know, and slap them in the fucking face, they're not a bully. They only have power when you fear them. We don't fear anybody. We don't give a shit. Yes, Warren. How are you, my friend? How what, what's are going you? on? I just came on. Well, who's giving you all time? Some asshole in the uh, chat room who's being like an internet troll, and he's done it before, and he ain't good at it. It's just the point of, like, other people that were on the show are reading shit that are on the, like, when the when the chat room's going, and they're reading it, and they're getting pissed off, and then I have to field fucking text messages and phone calls because people are getting annoyed because they're reading this guy, like, attacking the show. And it's like, just shut the fuck up. Like, you, you, shut the fuck up. If you don't like the show, then don't hop on. I mean, yeah, it's, it's a real simple thing. thing. If you don't like it, change the fucking channel. I'm, exactly. sure, I'm sure that exactly. Ryan Seacrest is on somewhere because he has 17 bazillion shows. Go listen to that <laughs> asshole. By the way, did, did anyone see Ryan Seacrest fall out of the chair? Oh, God. No, where? You got to Google that video. Ryan Seacrest, full, he was on uh, the you know the show with Kelly Ripper. The morning show. Yeah, the yeah. morning show, and he's you know how like they 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 throw on like giant beach balls and shit. He goes yeah. to catch the beach ball, and uh, it's like the first show of the new year. He goes to catch the fucking beach ball and falls right out of the fucking chair. He's the greatest, <laughs> That's the of live uh, television. <laughs> greatest thing I've ever heard in my life. Uh, Morgan in the Facebook live. See, instead of trolling you. 
You should post some naked post pictures of na- uh wait, hold on. People got to learn to write. Instead of trolling you, should post pictures of naked pictures of women. <laughs> That's what that says. Am I wrong? In, like Captain Cannabis, read that. Right no, there. you're right. You're right. That's what I that know. says, right? That's I'm not. I'm says. not reading it wrong. That's what that says. I would love to post naked pictures of women. I'm fine with that. <laughs> so how did? So how is the FBI doing? By the way, on CBS. Great, great. I, I just finished up. I shot today. I got to go back again on Friday. All right. So you're not dead because he has to go. Are you doing reshoots or is this? Uh, uh, is this like a returning uh, character? I can't say too much about it yet. Okay. But um, yeah, I'll be on. This is, I'm, I'm writing. You'll, you'll catch me um, in the first uh, five minutes or so, the opening of it. There you so go. So it's pretty cool. So, pretty Warren, cool. by the way, Warren Bubb really was nice also, uh, Warren Bubb, uh, friend of the show, actor, thespian, uh, was also on uh, the uh, Miss Maisel, the marvelous Miss Maisel. Uh, yes, and you yes. and that and that because I saw that uh, when you're at, when you're playing uh, when you're gambling, and the two yes. like that's the thing. He's always in scenes with like the big leads. He's not like an extra roaming around. Like he's not the 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 shit from Seinfeld. Like uh, oh, these pretzels are salty. He's not that guy. He's the guy like with the man with the leads in the fucking show or the movie or whatever it is, and he's in there like he doesn't do like half ass stuff. It's always big stuff. So he, I mean, it's one step away from you know being, you know, getting that big break and doing the big. I'm, I'm, I'm things. getting close, and I got, I got a movie coming out uh, in the spring. Uh, I told you about the Fifth Borough, which is about Staten Island. There'll yeah. be a big premiere on that. That, that, that's a pretty big role for me there. And I'm also understudying an off-Broadway play with uh, Len Cariou and Craig Bierko, which I told you about. Yeah, that's pretty fucking awesome as well. Um, yep. So, but uh, as long as as long as you uh, t- tell me I sound great, that's uh, then uh, it was a good phone call. You sound you sound terrific. You you sound like the perfect phone sex operator. Oh, I mean, thank you, thank you, Warren. Uh, Warren, thanks, <laughs> thanks for calling in, buddy. Happy New Year, man. All right, pal. You take your Happy New Year to everybody. That's Happy New Year. Thanks, Warren. There you go. See, I'm just I'm just throwing it. Joe, now Joe is quiet because I told Joe to shut the fuck up before. You hurt his feelings. Did I actually hurt your feelings, Joe? Absolutely. Why? Because you're a prick. <laughs> I am always a prick. Yeah, you're a prick. You're a fucking dick. Dude, you literally talk when I talk. I don't give a fuck. You're a dick, and yeah. that's all there is to it. You know, you're not polite. You're not. Yeah, you, know, you got. You got the fucking control right there. Just put the vader down and just shut the fuck wait, up, man. You, you, wait, you, wait, you, you don't fucking like attack me on the air. You're wait, a fucking prick. You're a dick, wait, wait, and that's what it's all there is to it. I have a serious. You question. are not fucking polite. I have a serious question. I have a serious question. I'm, I'm being fucking serious. I'm sorry. You don't think it's more rude if I fucking pull your fader down? No, not at all. All right, well, see, I was trying not to be rude. No, no you're a fucking dick. That's all you do. You're, you're a fucking dick. Okay. You know, you have no fucking personality. You've got the... How do the, I not the, have no personality? Well, I, I, I meant, like, not personality. You have a lot of personality. <laughs> I love when Joe fights with me. You got a lot of personality. always interesting arguments. It's not exactly personality. You, you're just rude. Oh, and I am very you're rude. You're fucking I, rude. I am rude, yes. You know, and you shouldn't be rude to a guy like me. Why? Because I'm not rude, rude to you. Yes, you are. Oh, I'm not. You're a dick. You're Wait. a dick. You're a dick. And that's all there is to it. You're a dick. No, no. Leave it I, at that. You're a dick. I agree with you. I'm a dick. Hold on. But okay. you're also rude to me. No, I'm never rude to because you. Because you talk during when I'm talking. That's not being rude. That's being part of the show. That's 
<laughs> you don't, you don't fucking show. like what I say? So you, uh, go, do your show someplace else. So, but don't, don't fucking tell me I can't talk in my own. No, fucking you place. can talk in your own fucking. Don't idiot. fucking shut up. You're a fucking dick. I know I'm a dick, but I'm not saying I'm. And not you're a dick. two fucking minutes away from getting me mad. I'm not. I'm, I'm trying to apologize. Well, then don't. Don't even try to apologize. Why? Because you're a dick. I, why can't I apologize? I don't want to hear your apology because it's not truthful. No, it is. I'm being truthful. You do this all the time. I'm being. Wait, you hold know, on. Well, you, you want somebody to, uh, to shut up? Just put your fucking finger up. I understand that. I'm not a fucking dope. And you're not a dope. No and one don't ever. Fucking treat me no like one ever one. called you a dope. There's no such a thing. I have a little fucking respect. I have. If a... you don't have fucking respect, you don't belong here. I know. Can I still apologize or no? No, I don't want to hear it. Don't, I'm fucking apologize. All right, so I, I'm, and it's not sincere. I'm trying well, to be sincere. Eddie, it's thing. too fresh. It's Wait, too fresh. Wait, hold on, Reed. I mean to do this all the time. I'm trying to actually apologize. I don't want to hear your apology. Move your head. I'm trying to look at Joe. All right, so I won't apologize because you think it's not sincere. It's not sincere. Okay, but I you know am. why it's not sincere? Because what? tomorrow you'll do the same fucking thing. Because that's who you are. I don't want to change who you are. But okay. just be a little conscious of other well, people's feelings. Well, that's what I'm trying, but I'm trying. You know, you do the same thing to Billy when Billy was here. You did the same thing to Danny, and Danny's not here no more. That's not why Danny's not here no, no more. No, but I'm just saying that's he's not right. here no more. That's an obvious thing. He's not here no more. <laughs> I don't even know where to go from that when you're... You don't are, go. Go to another subject. I want you... You dick prick fuck. But are, but are you going to... Wait, but you, are you going to... You want to go into curses in other countries? Here's one. Yes. You're a pig's prick. Pig's prick? That's from, that's from, from Portugal. From what country is that? Portugal. Portugal, pig's prick? Por- pig's prick is from Portugal. They got okay. good ham over there. They do. Portuguese pig's prick is from... Uh, Joe was saying from Portugal. I but I want but I want your I want to talk to you about Iran. Can we talk about Iran or not? I ain't talking about anything anymore because what I have to say doesn't matter. No, it matters. No, eat you me. just got no one to say it. Eat me, you fucking. Prick. I don't want to eat you, cocksucker. I am I am motherfucker. Yeah, but I'm not a. I, 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 so for everybody, Look, I gotta give props to Marcus because he called this. Oh yeah, well, me and Joe always fight after we. It, first off, we haven't seen each other for two weeks. Well, we had to get it out of. We had to get it out of the system now. That's true. And I know that Joe means what he's saying. Absolutely, <laughs> I'm not saying he doesn't. Absolutely, but I would like to say in the the new uh, the new uh, in decade, the union turn over a new. I'm trying to be nice, Eddie. But that's what I'm trying. Shit, Eddie. But can you wait? People can, will like you a lot more. Okay, but can you do me a favor then, or no? Well, yeah, well. Okay, in the new year, can you uh, not always talk when I'm talking? No, is that a thing? I'm being But see, that, that, but how, but that, 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 how does that? What it how is, is what like, it is. You can, you can inject by saying, hey, Joe, hold on a second. I got to say something. I've done that. You don't stop either. Ah, you're full of shit. Go fuck yourself. I you don't want to fuck myself. Big dick fuckhead. Wait, I'm a, I have a big dick? You're a dick. No, no, but I have a big dick? I wouldn't know. I didn't hear what the last it. thing was. I haven't seen it. I know, and I'm not showing you because it's small. I don't want to show you anything. I'm just saying I would like I would like to talk about Iran with you. I'm not as I'm, part of the program. No, I'm not going to discuss it with you. Why? Because I don't want to be part of the show until the end. Tomorrow I'll be part of the show. But that's not the the, the end is not tomorrow. The end that. is tonight. So you have to discuss it with Reese. I I have to discuss it with Reese if you want. I, I there's also people on the phone. Should I go to them? No. You want to talk to them or no? no only, with, <laughs> only if it's Steve Dave, because he's the one to put It might in. be Steve Dave. If it's Steve Dave, I'll talk to him, because he, we we all agree on something. You're a dick. Who, Steve Dave? Oh, yeah. No, then you, I'm a dick. No, you. you. Oh, okay. Well, at least we're in agreement. It's the Hammer Radio Show. Who's on the phone? Two minutes. Nobody wants to talk to me now? 
No, no, oh, John. It's John. John, can you talk to John now? Hey, John's a good guy. I love John. So you want to talk to John? John's not a dick. John is not a dick. He's You're not right. A dick. John, help us out here, Come man. Come on, what's, go- what's going on, guys? Happy New Year. What's Happy going New Year, on? Year, I'm, I'm, I love I'm your in, blanket, I'm man. in laughing. I'm in Grab laughing, but I'm worried that, that Joe might catch a stroke. I, I, I worry. Kind of this, kind of is, right now. this is why I worry. John, honest and truthful. Eddie's a rude guy. Isn't he not rude? Am I rude, John? Eddie, 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 honestly, you, 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 you did, you did, you did with a little past base. I give it to Joe. He should have just been like, you know what? You know what I mean? Joe, most of the time he does, when you, when you like say, hey, Joe, uh, calm down. He, he does calm down, man. But he just went, just went off, man. I, I gotta give that. I'm gonna notch that to, to Joe. Joe got okay. that time. Yeah. I'm not, I love I, you. I love you. I love you. I love you both, man. And I love you, know, Eddie. You yeah. like a brother, but he, he got, he got that. Joe got that, man. He should just been, he yeah, have been cool, man. All right, and, for, but, and, for, and you should you should just don't apologize. Take it, take all the shit that that Joe's gonna give you. Oh, absolutely. Take it like a man. Take it, take it in the butt, and that's it, man. Excuse me, John. You're being like Joe. Hold on for a second. I need to talk for a second. Now, not what too. I'm saying is that I'm not trying. I'm agreeing with Joe. You that understand? You're a dick. A, wait, can you let me finish? I'm agreeing with you. Well, you are a dick. I know, but I'm agreeing with you. I think it was a dick move. However, I will now incorporate the finger thing that Joe wants me to use. I will do the finger thing. This, By the way, I'm Yeah, but watch out what finger you're going to use. Well, I will only use the pointer. I will not use the middle because that's rude. And Joe already said I am rude. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. All right. But are you... So I'm just going to take the ass whooping. Is that okay? You, you, gotta take, you, gotta, you just like Marcus, got to take it in the face, man. I don't want to take it in the face. Hey. Not the Marcus, same way as Marcus. Marcus. Does, he should join, join him. There was one time you and Marcus going to have something in common. What, Joe's going to butt fuck us? No, nah, you know what I mean? You're going to have to take take Joe, Joe whatever Joe, Joe throws at you, to get, take it in the face, man. No, I which I'm in agreement with. I will take the, I will take the, the ass chewing. And I will say, and I will say, I was wrong at the time. But Joe, dude, you Joe guys, you have to, I apologize. I'm not I apologize when everything when when the when you touch the water and the water's cold, then you apologize. Right now it's hot, dude. I'm not even. Apo- I'm, hold on, I'm not even apologizing to Joe because Joe said he doesn't want my insincere apology. Although at the moment, at this no, moment, no, no, I'm not the way he's apologizing. Because you know, I'm apologizing, but <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm not but apologizing. But the bigger racer. No, I'm not apologizing. Go fuck yourself. You told me not to apologize. Yeah, go fuck yourself. I'm not apologizing to you. Good. I'm I'm following your Do me a favor. Drop the fucking subject. You're aggravating me now. Now drop the fucking subject. But I mean... Go on to something else. Play a commercial before I hit you on the head with something. Why? I'll crack your fucking skull in a minute. Why? You like that? That's how you tell you. That's how you tell you. Hold on. Read. Stop. I got it. I understand. I'm not being, I'm trying to, I'm not going to apologize to Joe until the water, I'm trying to talk to John, who John said the water is too hot. Oh, shit. What the fuck? Why are you hitting the desk? I thought it was hitting you. Oh. <laughs> I'm trying to be, I'm, I'm talking to John and only John. I'm not trying to be dick to Joe. I'm answering the phone call that's on the you phone. You see, he won't let it go. 
I'm not. You I'm talking to John. I'm not talking to you. I've told you 14 times. Go to a fucking commercial. 14 We're times. We're not talking about this anymore. Drop the fucking subject. But he won't let it go. I'm letting you it know, go. I'm he's the guy who picks a pimple until it bleeds. And then when it bleeds, he gets, well, what did I do? Dude, I'm talking. Uh, I, I didn't do nothing. I'm, I'm literally you know, doing. It's you. It's you. It's not no, I'm me. Not even, okay. I, I wasn't, you got a fucking character be, for I'm you, Dr. Phil Dude, I'm not even Joe. I wasn't even talking. Go ahead. You be, obviously, I'm pissing off Joe. John, you we talk. need your help, man. You talk, John. All right, I'm going to be Dr. Phil right now. Yeah. Just Eddie, Eddie just, let's, let's, let's get off this topic. Let's move on to another topic. I was, tr- I was literally about to, and then Joe thought We're I was about talking. to go. When, when, this, when, this, when the show is done, you guys can discuss us in private, and then hopefully we have a happy ending. That's hey, what I want. Let's discuss, something else. let's discuss something else right now. I was going to talk forward. I was gonna talk to you and only you about something else. That's what I'm talking about. That but I was, was, I was gonna ask Joe about about how he feels about his his president Trump about go. what he did. I was gonna go under Iran. So Joe, this is John's asking you a question. Uh, you want to shoot John? Yes. I honestly think yes. President Trump did the right thing by taking this fucking guy out. These guys, but, these guys, uh, they're they used to th- putting these uh, uh, vests on these kids and letting them go out and blow themselves up. And they don't. They always sit back and say, "Oh, the Americans are better." Now all of a sudden, they they're in danger. All these fucking Joe, terrorists are in danger. But Joe didn't. But, but Joe didn't. Didn't. Didn't Trump um, broke one of his promises? Say, saying first of all, he was not gonna, not, not going to engage in war with nobody. This is this is a cause of war. Really, let me, say, a lot let of me young tell you something. You guys, you're so fucking naive because we've been at war with these guys for forty fucking years. They've been killing us a little at a time, and we've been sitting back going, "You don't know about Benghazi when when fucking Hillary didn't send the troops up and they wound up killing a bunch of guys. What happened over here when uh, they called up for help? Trump said seven hundred guys in two minutes. Yo, give me a fucking break. I understand that, Joe, but Joe. Uh, you a you finally got a president with balls. You know what balls are? I hope you got him. Because you finally got a president with balls. What the fuck are you playing in the background? Hold on. Hold on a second, John. Hold on a second, John. What are you playing in the background? I play Muslim music. The same Muslim music you heard before. Who the fuck asked you to play anything? I didn't, I was doing the show. That's all How about you shutting up for a fucking minute? I did. And letting us have the conversation. I did. I didn't say a word. Hey, John. I'm signing off, John. I, I, I can't deal with this fucking prick today. Joe, I seriously was not trying to be a dick to you. Yeah. I swear to God. Eat me. Dude, I swear to God, I was doing the show. You were talking about Muslim stuff. I played Muslim music. That was Muslim music. That, the, where, Joe, here, yeah. the button. Listen. You've heard this song before. I played it for you before. Eddie. That's literally what I pushed. Johnny, he's in a thing today. I'm not. I, Joe, I swear to God, I'm not doing anything. Johnny, I love you, man. And I love you, lasagna. He does. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I love we you, lasagna. We need more of that, John. I swear. But, that is a joke. But, Joe, but I just want you to think. I know you're a Trump supporter, but I'm saying this. Don't you feel that he broke one of the promises he made you, made the supporters, the Trump supporters? We're not going into World War III. Let me tell you what's going to happen. I'll tell you exactly what's going to happen. Uh, uh, just, just by the fact that 
you know, he took these guys out. They're shitting in their pants over there because they're dealing with a guy with balls now. Now, not not, not some wishy washy uh, Obama or or uh, uh, Hillary who, who are going to sit back and let them do what the fuck they want. They're shitting in their pants. And by, I'll tell you why they're shitting in their pants. They they had they sent fifteen missiles over to to to, to, to show a force to show their people that they're doing something. And what they do, the first thing they do is they call up, make sure you get everybody out of there because we're sending fifteen missiles over. They didn't want to kill no Americans. Believe me, they didn't want to kill no Americans because they're afraid of this guy now. And for good reason. You got to have some balls with these people, Bill. You got to have some balls. And if, and if you, you let them keep getting away with it, they'll kill us a little at a time. They've been escalating, escalating, escalating. What do you think? It, what you know, they, they were about to do. You, you, how old are you, John? Do you, do you remember what I'm they did? I'm 41. I'm do you remember 41. what they did in the 80s when, when, when Carter was was president and they took all those hostages over there? They were about yeah, to do they, 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 they they, that. To, um, yeah, no, I remember that. They were about to do the same fucking thing. They had all the people rioting over there. The minute he, uh, that Trump sent in the 700 troops, they fucking left because they knew they were going to fucking kill them all. You know, you got to have balls with these people. you got to have, have balls. A feeling, I have a feeling that there's an ulterior motive to this. Just like it was with with um, with George H H Bush H W Bush yeah. and George W Bush. Yeah. This is all. This all goes back to to us invading, invading us helping. Even in the Reagan era, when we were helping uh, Afghan the Afghans against the the Soviets, when we actually trained and gave weapons to them. Look, this truth, all goes back to that. 40, truth truth like matter, If you want to get down to the lowest com- common denominator, it's all about fucking money. It's all about oil. It's all about the money. Uh, we shouldn't even be there, to be honest. You know, we, we sh- what, what the fuck are we doing in somebody else's country? Let's 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 go all go home. You take care of your shit. We'll take care of our shit, and then the world. Will, that's the million dollar uh, question. And then the world will be at peace. But that's not going to happen because there's too many corporations involved in too many things. Uh, everybody has too many interests in other countries. It's just this, there'll never be peace in the world until everybody says. Do your own fucking thing. You know, it's like the old days. You know when the Indians sold sold the uh, Manhattan for $24? The Indians thought they were getting over because nobody could own the, the, the air or a tree or anything like that. But times have changed. Now it's, uh, you know, I got what you want and you better give it to me or else. And that's the way the world works. Sorry, but that's the way it is. Johnny. All right. Make some lasagna. No problem, guys. Okay. Like I said, I, I wanted to rant about that, but um, like I said, guys, Happy New Year. I'm glad you guys are back. Thank you. Uh, I told Eddie, uh, unless something big that he's going to, he probably uh, bring to the show, I'll probably uh, come back. I'll come back. I'm just trying to get everything ready. Hopefully, uh, I have good news uh, by the end of this week. Uh, we're rooting you know, for you, John. Yeah, we're all we're all in your corner, bro. You know that. I I told you, I didn't tell you that I have, I have people. Oh, by the way, um, I told you that it was no joke. I just see Captain Zeta Jones did came to my job today. I just realized oh, that. Really? You, you were, I was like, you were hanging out with Catherine Zeta Jones today. All right. No, she came around. She came around and purchased something in my in my job. In my job, I didn't want to. I knew who she was. I I, I gave her not, but I didn't want to. Uh, causing the issues, you know. I mean, everybody celebrities are human. Yeah, you know, they are. So, they are human. Is she that pretty in person? No, she's very beautiful. She's very her age and all that. I know she's good. She has a, a medical, a, a mental health issues and all that. Looks, she oh, probably really? stressed out, but for her age, she looks real good. Wow. Well, she's not that old. What is she about? Fifty, forty-five, fifty? Um, hold on, I'll ask it. I'll ask Alexa. Alexa, yeah. how old is Catherine Zeta Jones? 
Catherine Zeta-Jones is 50 years old. There you go, Joe. She was born on September 25th, 1969. Wow. There you go. She's only 50. So she's 50 years old. Um, Jayla looks like she's younger. Jayla looks like she's 20 years younger than her. But Catherine Zeta-Jones has gone through some issues, so, you know, that's why she hasn't. She uh, she hasn't aged well, but but she looks very good for for a woman her age or fifty year old. I'm like, I gotta get Wait, what do you mean she hasn't aged well? She's fucking hot. Yeah, she's hot, but you know she she. I mean, she shows up. Okay, J Lo is fifty. Look at J Lo compared to her. Oh, J Lo's gorgeous. J Lo has like a dancer's body. Like she, all she's doing is working out. I, I mean, face wise, face wise, J Lo does not look her age. No, absolutely, you are correct. Exactly. So you look, Catherine Jones looks her age. She does, huh? Well, how, exactly. How is so How bad was it up close? I was. How bad was it up close when you got to? No, no, she was, no, she was very beautiful. She was very beautiful. She actually, she was very, uh, very generous. She tipped, she tipped the the, um, the, the whole crew um, uh, good. She gave, she bought something simple. She gave, she tipped good. She was very nice. You know, I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm, I'm not gonna debate that. I'm not gonna think, you know. Because I, so, guys, I, like I, said, I just wanted like, to call in and hear you guys and say Happy New Year's. Uh, Eddie, I will talk to you in private. Uh, I got some news. Um, is, it good, was, wait, is it good news or bad news? I, uh, it, 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 could be, it, it could be good. And it might, I mean, I'm trying to see, I'm trying to see how, how I can work this out. All right, I, got, I, got, I got a DM. I got a DM. Somebody DM me uh, through uh, Teresa Puebla. Ooh. Somebody that's uh, important. All right, because that's, uh, by the way, Taste of Pueblo, MY, Taste of Pueblo, MYC, Instagram, Twitter, respectively. I also uh, want to thank you for you and Joe's conversation, because I actually I actually agree with Joe. I know he doesn't want to hear it right now, but I do agree with Joe, because I believe that the uh, the guy that they killed, uh, General uh, Soleimani, right? I want to make sure I get the name right. The Octomom's husband. Yes, the Octomom's husband, um, was... I mean, obviously, if he's a bad guy, and we took out a bad guy, I don't see what the problem is. So I was in agreement with Joe that no, it, I, I, I just feel I just feel it was it was kind of, kind of um, ironic or or you know kind of questionable why all of a sudden that attack when the the, the impeachment is looming. That's what I don't I don't get. But when, but when it made it all right, so let's just say he's not. You're let's just like say he's the dog. Yeah, let, yeah. Well, you, that, I think he's talking about a massive distraction. Obviously, like you're saying, like wake the dog, like the movie where you're going to have a, a war to distract everybody. Which, but the only thing is, so if he does this, let's just say he does this when the, when the the Senate hearings aren't going on, and this guy gets bombed under his rule under 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 Trump's authority. Is everybody okay with it then? Like you know what I'm saying? Like, are you okay with it then? If he wasn't being, no, if, it, no, if there was no impeachment hearing, I, 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 I just feel that he said that in one of his, for his campaign, he promised he was not going to engage in no kind of war or or try to attempt one. He was going to take away troops that Obama and all these other people didn't do. He has not done so. So he, I feel that if I was a Republican, I'd be offended by that and say, "Hey, listen, you broke one of the rules. You broke one of our promises. I don't know why there's no uproar." There. Yeah, but is is that a promise that you can actually make? Is that a promise that you can keep forever? Like, I mean, you're okay, you're the so, president. No, 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 so, so he shouldn't. No, no, no. He shouldn't. He, he should have made it. He sure. shouldn't. Um, he should. No, he shouldn't throw. He shouldn't show. Um, call the the, the kettle black when he said the same thing that he and uh, Obama didn't do this. Obama did that. He's doing the same thing. So, Jess, he needs to his rhetoric and his his remarks and all his 
his so-called facts, which are not really facts, he needs to be more conscious. So, wait, hold on, wait, hold on. John, so are you... It's not... uh, He's an orthodox. John, are you... Hold on, John, John. Are you saying that you're? It's more of like a personal issue with you and him because he you don't like his attitude towards shit and the things that he says, or is it his political? Hold on, let me ask my question, and then you could be like everyone else and tell me I'm wrong. It, or is it your political belief system? You know what I'm saying? Or is it like a personal? It's a little bit of both. Like I said, I used to like Trump. Uh, actually, matter of fact, because years years ago when he did The Apprentice, I was part of one of his 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 uh, his things, one of his uh, programs okay. uh, that somebody used to work for. Uh, and uh, you know, he, I mean, it was a cool, it was a cool guy. I got to actually meet him. But um, you know, when it comes to his political, his 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 rhetorics, his the way he uh, speaks in the manner that I feel that is not uh, lewd as a leader. That's the only that's the only issue I have. You know, some of the politics, okay, I I agree upon. I'm not a Republican. I'm a Democrat. But I'm an American. It's it's okay, and some of the things he don't, I don't agree with. Oh no, of I course. I just feel that it's kind of ironic that this happened during the time that he all eyes was on him. He's trying to divert eyes away from him and say, you know what? Guess what? I got to win. I did this. Let's focus on this. But let's not focus on the on the negative part. Hold on. Do you solely think that that's the only reason? Or was there maybe possibly some form of an imminent threat that was going to happen? No. So you don't you nah, don't you know hold on. Wait, no, wait, you don't believe the story. He could have launched that long he could have launched that last year. He could have launched that in two thousand sixteen. Okay, but you don't so you don't believe the story at all that General Soleimani was plotting something. They would have done it a long time ago. Don't you understand? Don't you understand? I look. I've been. I've been overseas. Yeah. I've been to. I've been to. I've been to. Uh, to uh, what you call it? I've been to to Europe. I've been to uh, to Asia. They don't like us. They don't like us. And this was years ago when Bush was in, was the president. They don't like us because of the way we are, the, our bravado, our way, the way we, the way we, we look at things, the way, the way we feel entitled. So you know, it, it can bound to happen. It's bound to happen. But you know what? It's not that they, I mean, when they give me proof, when they actually when they give me proof and they tell me, listen, this is the reason why we did it because we had this intel, which I believe that he don't he don't listen to intel period. So I doubt it if it was, was if, it, if there is intel, it maybe say the opposite. But for me personally, if I don't see it in writing, see some kind of proof that says, hey, listen, we were at a threat. This was this was our it, the inter, inter, intelligence from uh, from us and international was saying. Then yeah, and then I would probably apologize and say, you know what, this president was right. So what? If, so Trump so so if if something does come out, you will admit that Trump was right about it. Yeah, I would. And I'm, apo- and, and, okay. I'm just I'm just because to, to me. And another thing, I know that Joe, I know we and Joe aren't talking right now, but I a second thing I'm also going to say that I agree with Joe on. This is what I'm saying. It's two, uh, 2020. I I have I have another thing I'm going to agree with Joe on is. That how Trump is treated is like astronomically like crazy to me. Like the man, don't get me wrong, like him or hate him, don't fucking matter. But like the guy could fucking do something good, and he's still it's still in the press treated like shit. They like he if he brought water to a fucking someone who was thirsty as fucking a desert, it'd be like oh he's waterboarding them. 
You know what I mean? Like, they, they, he does get spun around. It's like the guy can't do anything right. They don't give him any credit whatsoever about anything. And that to me, and that, um, I, I, and I, and I get where Joe was coming from uh, the other time. Uh, he's picking up a fair or whatever. Um, but like the point of how he is treated in the in the press is like to me, it's like the weirdest fucking thing. No matter what he does, he's an asshole, and that's it. No matter what he does, he's a dick. He's an asshole. He did nothing. There's nothing you can do about it. That's it. Done. And it's like the weirdest thing to me. Joe, 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 Joe. I'm Eddie. If he would be be more civil, for a man that says he's smart, he has a high IQ, you're speaking like you're a, a, you think you're a, a, a he is smart, but he's not they don't eloquent. do that when it comes to the highest power. One of the power, one of one of a position that that is, that is seen throughout the world as a powerful position. We are a powerful nation. Yeah, yeah. But when you when you talking and you the way you you spewing the, the way the stuff that comes out of your mouth, which is not he is it, not um, eloquent. He's I, give, he's I give you person. that, John. He's not eloquent. You're gonna get you're gonna get ridiculed. You want you want to talk the, about an eloquent the, man? The, you've got you've got Obama is probably the most eloquent man. I've ever heard speak. Uh, next to Martin Luther King, he's probably the best orator I've ever heard speak. He's handsome. He's good looking. Uh, Trump has done of those things, but but he, but he's an action man, and he's a, and he's a guy that sees the problem because he's a businessman. He's a guy that sees the problem and says, "Well, this is how you fix it. Let's do it." You know, not worrying yeah, Joe, about the politicians Joe, Joe, or what they're saying and what they're you, doing. You can't treat this like if it's if it's a private entity. Sure he you can. Treat, why he not? Can't treat, he can't treat the world. Why he can't not? Treat the, the president's like he's why, why can't, why can't you? Why can't you do, do, do what's, when something is wrong, not, why can't you just say, that's wrong, let's try this. He has to, he has to, he, 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 he's being questioned by us, the people. He's not he being questioned to, by he us. He's been questioned by the, uh, uh, an opposite political party who feels that they they lost an election illegally. Uh, you know, they can't believe they lost. It's impossible for them to lose, and because they had the press with them, they had the candidate, they had everything that was supposed to have, and they still lost. You know why they lost? Because real people, real people, understand that the problems that we have are easy to solve if you just do it. In politics, you can't just do it. You know, everything is a committee and a study and this and that. You know, did you ever hear the story about the woman rink, what Trump did with the woman rink when he was young? Did you ever hear that story? New York was, was trying to rebuild the woman skating rink. They invested millions of dollars in studies and how to do it and this like that. Uh, Ed Koch went, 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 went to Trump and Trump... With a minimal of money, and inside of three months, we did the whole place. That they were studying how to do it for almost four years. And he got he it done, it yeah. In three months. You know, why? But, but because you, he, are, you are aware that, that that was daddy's money, right? That's not, I had nothing to do with money. It was, it was to do it. Dude, no, way, no offense, John. That was a, that's a <laughs> little petty. To do with money. But that's also a little petty. It. It's daddy's money. Who cares where he got the fucking money? Yeah. He still did it. <laughs> I, I don't disagree with Joe yet again. We're, we're we're in full agreement yet again, me and Joe. Fucking baby stuff. Yeah. Can we agree? Can, 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 I'm gonna ask, ask you guys a question. Yeah. So you 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 guys are, are high on on Trump. You guys are high on Trump. I'm not, high not on me. Trump. Not me. I don't really care. Not high on Trump. I don't really care the outcome of the other 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 president of the election in 2016. He won. He won. That's it. Fine. Actually, I'm not gonna dwell on it. I'm not like any other Democrat that's gonna dwell on it. It is what it is. 
you know, mm-hmm. we move hey, on. Let me ask you something. What, you know, what Democrat do you want to be president right now? Because of the way he speaks. Wait, wait, hold on. Joe, wait, Joe, Joe, answer your question. No, what, de- what Democrat do you want to be president right now? You got 17 choices there. Wh- which one would you like? You know, honestly, honestly, I really... I really haven't had any kind of chance. You know, I, I did vote for Bernie well, Sanders. Some, I, every Democrat I talk to says the same thing. I'm not going to lie. You I, am, I am a Democratic socialist. Yeah, but, but, what Joe, but Joe's making the valid point that out of the fucking whole kiddie pool of people, is there an actual person, number one, that you would want to see as president? That's number one. And number two... Mm. Who out of that fucking kiddie pool of people could actually beat Trump? That's no, that's Obama, a really that's no, the no. point. Yeah. Okay. So, so let me let me ask you let me ask you that in two things in two steps. First of all, the pool right now, you know, honestly, to be honest, there's only maybe two candidates. One can two candidates I actually vote for. No, it's not Joe Biden. No disrespect to Joe Biden, but he is not. He is he he, he is uh, he is is um. His way of thinking is more of the old school Democratic. Uh, honestly, to, to move into the New Year, somebody has... John, just John, 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 has. John. Make it quick, though, because I, I, the show only goes okay, off okay, until 9.30. Um, Ask the, the question. The only person I can see is, is probably maybe Bernie. Bernie or, or Beatrice. Okay. Beatrice. Now, if they go up against Trump, that's going to be hard. The only way that, that, um, that, that I honestly think that they're going to beat Trump is if they... If they try to put it forward and don't go, don't succumb to whatever thing that he's going to try to pull, whatever, whatever try to stunt, whatever. Yeah, it's going to be negative, It's going to be I mean? Biden. Try to play straight and be honest. I agree. Yeah, I, yet I again, agree. I agree. It's going to be Biden, but I think that Biden's also tainted. You, you want you want to know why it's going to be Biden? Because that's he's, the problem. He's the inherent. It's yeah. just like Hillary got the nomination because she was the inherent, yeah. and they sabotaged Bernie in the last election. They Democrats did. are fucking bad as anybody. Yeah. Let me tell you, politics is a dirty business. Of course. And, and uh, they will never give it to and when Bernie that, and, and when that because came Bernie out, is the Democratic Trump. But when that came out, when Bernie got, when they, when we found out that Bernie got fucking screwed, Joe, yeah. right? When that shit came out, how the fuck did that not taint the whole, f- like, like, how do you, as a Democrat, sit there and not go... Their the own their own party, the woman running the fucking thing. Of course, fucked over the guy who's running for president. Absolutely, I was upset. I was upset. No, I was but, upset but, that Bernie didn't but John, get but John, you can't you can't be pissed off at Trump for bad shit and not look on that side of the fence and go, what the fuck? I I, I am I am pissed off at Trump for for what he's pandering. Of course, be fine. Be pissed he's off at pandering. Him. He's pandering. He's saying when he when he got he. He became less significant to me when he said, "Oh, there is there is nice people on both sides." You're you're going. You're telling me that white supremacy. You're telling me that that a, a, a Nazi, which oh, by the way, his father is German. So I could. Yeah, you know, I, Johnny, you're drinking the Kool Aid, Johnny, because Trump never meant that. What he said, it, 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 you know that, and you know it too. That's a bullshit statement you just made. He's not my cup of tea. I, they're fine. I, I don't disagree with that. He's not your cup of tea. My point is, to me, they're all scumbags. Across the everything that's a and you're a politician, you're a scumbag. Yes, and we're gonna we're gonna finish it. We read because we have to get the fuck out of here. You read guys it. ever heard that song by Sting? If I ever lose my faith in you, yeah, yes. And he says the politicians they all sound like game show hosts to me. Yeah. You got and that's what right. they are. And we're all and we're all stuck playing this shitty game of. 
It's like, go fuck yourself, the game show. And that's what we're stuck on. It's the Matrix. And it is. And and that's the issue. John, thank you, because i got to hang up on your ass. And thank you for playing <laughs> Dr. Phil. And thank you. Thank you, John. And thank you for thank uh, you, John. Ha- having a great debate with Joe. And hopefully we've mended a, a little bit of fences. Thank you. Thank you, Joe. I will, uh, John. I will be in the studio thank soon. You Joe too, but maybe in two, three weeks I pass by. All right, bring. We miss you, buddy. Bring food, okay, buddy. <laughs> no. Of course I'm gonna bring. Of course I'm gonna bring food. I'm thinking about putting bringing some manicotti. Hey! Make sure it's soft because I can't. <laughs> Joe has no front teeth. Oh, I, I, I got you, Joe. I got you. I know. I know. We have to do. We have to. Uh, have to work around with you with your, with your uh, uh, eating habits. Absolutely, right. thanks, buddy. Thank you, John. All right, guys. Have a good night, man. Uh, you okay. Do, See, a nice spiritual, you know, spirit, uh, sp- it was a spiritual, spirited debate. Spirited debate. He's like, mo- he's, he's like most Democrats. He, he drinks the Kool-Aid. He, he, yeah. listens, he listens to the media and what the media is saying. And how, if, you know, Trump is the terrible orator. He is. He, I, oh, he is. He, he sucks at it. He's horrible at that. Because he speaks off the cuff, you know, and. Uh, and so it's very easy to misinterpret anything, misinterpret anything he says. Uh, you know, uh, believe me, he's not in favor of Nazis. Come on, I, you got to use your common sense, guys. I know nobody's in favor of Nazis. We all hate them. All right, we, I, I, so people are trying to call him, but we got to go. So yeah. I can't fucking talk to all of you. Uh, free speech is never silent. So always speak the fuck up. And if you're gonna fuck that chicken, uh. I don't even know where to go with that today because of whatever thing that happened on today's show. However, I will say this. Make sure the chicken is not pissed off before you fuck it. That's what I will say. All right. Until next week, I say AMF, my friends. Joe, would you like to do the honors of closing out? Uh, go ahead if you want to. If you don't, you'll have to. It's adios. Adios, motherfuckers! Yeah! There's Danny. The Ham Radio Show is a production of the Unfiltered Radio Network and broadcast live from the Bunker Studios in New York every Wednesday night from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on unfilteredradionetwork.com. All material heard on the Ham Radio Show is copyrighted by the Ham Radio Show. Some material may be copyrighted by its respective owners. Any reproduction, rebroadcast, or retransmission of the Ham Radio Show's material without the written consent of Ham Radio and or its affiliates is strictly prohibited. And if you don't understand all that legal mumbo-jumbo, here's Billy to explain it to you in not-so-technical terms. So, asshole, that means you can't use this without our permission. Fuck you.